Hey, it's V. Thanks for joining us here at D4. I really, hey, Harold, stop, it's my turn. Anyways, enjoy. Oh. Hey everybody and welcome to D4, where I, Dustin, and I, Devin, Cody in the fifth edition game of Dungeons and Dragons. Last time on delayed dialogues and duppy detainments, the group continued to have their last few conversations with friendly visitors discussing the future of the city, their roles in it, and their plans to visit the star mounts while the party died down. It isn't lost to everyone that Voss doesn't know the meaning of relaxation or celebration as he used almost every moment to continue networking his machinations, leading a few of them to have serious conversations being uh, as they are concerned for him. The next day, the BFGs are greeted by the nimble right automaton Nim, who came to, uh, to them seeking assistance in a strange matter of experimentation and securing of a potential power source. The more he described it, it led to them all to believe the former murdered techsmith Twiggy spirits had manifested within the walls of the House of Inspired Hands. Upon arrival, they are greeted by the nervous, awkward, and painfully sober dwarf Troet Ghostbreaker, who seems to confuse all of their artificer engineering with their old ancestors. They're also uh, held witness to the once destroyed Growlhund Nimblerite that Nim has rebuilt and reinforced with a larger chassis crowned with a cylindrical domed glass cloche filled with a brain floating in an off-color clear liquid. They are briefly informed on how to use the ghost catching equipment before wandering into the techsmith's private artificer laboratories and tinker workshops. Unsure of what to do, they work their way room to room, assembling the neutronometer repulsors under Troet's orders to repel Twiggy Spirit out of the labs. At the same time, Harold cleverly disguises himself as a Gondar and convinces Twiggy to help him investigate the problem happening in the testing and experimentation room. As V convinces him in the last moment, admits the chaos to come explain something to her, which causes Twiggy to cross the threshold of Troet's ghost trap, where they wrangle the ghost into the ruby shard that once lived within the mechanical parade dragon. With the shard now housed into the chest of the newly modified Nimblerite, the party watches as Nim brings Twiggy, the techsmith of Gone, back to life in a unique scientific version of resurrection. And that is where we pick up tonight's story. I am just like, I'm not clamoring over this body, but I'm just like, huh. And I'm studying every inch of it. <laughs> like, how did this, that shouldn't work. Twiggy? And then Nim returns back into the room. Here you are, sir. Your hats, as requested. I must inform you, sir, that it was with the help, once again, of these few, now aided by Gondar's Troet, that you are given a new body in order to enable your and continue your inspiring experiments. Ah, yes, yes. Uh, th th thank you very much. Thank you. It will be much easier to continue my work now. Do I feel taller? I do. I look taller. Do I look taller? You are very much taller. You taller yeah, you're very much taller. As I'm looking up at him. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of looks down. Fascinating. Now I won't need to set aside time for eating and sleeping, which means more time for science. I have a real quick question for you, Twiggy. Yes. Do you remember 
what happened while you were a ghost? Not kind of. I was similar. Yes, it was working. Do you remember possessing me? Mm, kind of. It's a little, it's a little foggy, a little gray. What? What is the last thing you remember? Ah, well, that is an interesting question. Very strange. I had thought one of the Gondars had unlocked the potential of cloning because I was looking in a mirror, except I had very cold, dead looking eyes. Well, my eyes, but but not, you know what I mean? Anyways, and but then I felt this warm rush of blood pour out from my neck. I was entirely intrigued by the possibility of myself being the clone and started trying to replicate its sciences, which is what I was doing, I believe, while I was still working, even in death, because science never sleeps. But, uh, sadly to no avail. Yet, yet. Wait, did, did you see who sliced your throat? Did, didn't yes, you hear son. what he said? It was him. Like I said, I believe it was a clone, but I don't quite sure where. I, I didn't see what happened once, you know, all of my blood left my body because then everything just went dark. But then I woke up and I just started working again. I roll an arcana check. Check glances at Voss. Voss is just thinking he's not exactly sure what to make of the story. I got a 12. There's a trillion different ways to make yourself look like somebody else right before you kill him. Not that I have experience, I just know. I'm more focused on the mirror. It it was, that explanation is it looked like he was looking into a mirror because he was looking at himself. Yep. I thought he said he was actually looking into the mirror and then the mirror that's just- what I thought too, yeah. Cut his throat. I you was like, can, no. You can think exactly that that's what he said. He does have a very <laughs> weird, way weird way of talking. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're able to continue your work. Yeah. I can honestly say I've never felt better. And he actually watches, he puts on the bowler hat, which has been resized to fit the dome and his top hat. And then he actually takes his monocle that he had and puts it on top of the, gla the, the glass dome with his floating brain. And it just kind of sits resting on top of this dome. Ha, ah, much better. Now I can see. He doesn't have a face. And we're not gonna question anything about this guy. Um, except for the, um, the one who looked like you and stabbed you, did they look like they knew the kind of science they were performing? Or did it just seem kind of like they were struggling through it and just kind of throwing science at the wall and seeing what stuck? Very precise. They were very, very precise. That's why I thought it was a clone, because though I don't quite know the inner workings of, the, of human anatomy, on a medical standpoint, I do know it on a scientific standpoint, and that was very scientifically done. And I can say without a doubt that I now have a theory, or I now have facts to prove a theory of what it is like to bleed out slowly from having your throat slit. Okay, before, I I, before you give me the whole thesis, um, the, the, the other you, uh, you said, would you say this was like, you, you've been around, I'm sure with all your scientific knowledge and your history, you've probably been around surgeries at some point. Oh, of course. I mean, would you say surgical precision? In a sense you could, but again, my surgical is more from a 
dissection standpoint. Right, that's, that's fair. Less that's of a fair. surgery standpoint. So right. From a dissection standpoint, I'd say it was quite well done. Uh, hence why I thought it was a clone. Could have still been a clone. I'm still not sold on that. I still have theories. I require experimentation. Yes. Well, if you- Nim, we must experiment. This will be inspiring. Well, if the two of you come up with something- I, uh, I actually have one question. Um, how long did it take before your consciousness was aware of what was happening outside your body? I'm not sure, which is strange because I feel like I should because I am—I have a photographic eidetic memory. No, that's actually kind of normal when you come back from being dead. Uh, the stuff in between doesn't always stick. Sometimes mm -hmm. it does. Which brings me to my point, Twiggy. If you ever need a personal perspective on being stabbed through the chest from the front or killed with necromantic magics, I can help you with that. Of course, yes. Now, Nim. Oh, no, okay. go, go, go ahead. Go ahead. He doesn't seem terribly. The uh, Harold kind of looks at him like he, like this guy's just lost it, and he's like, you know, he doesn't seem terribly torn up about any of it. No, it seems like you're dealing with. Your murder pretty well, actually. Oh. Gond has reasons for me. I am here for his purposes to continue creation. Fair I was enough. able to continue creation after death. I am still able to continue creation after bringing, well, into perfection, if you will, as he looks down at his body. Did the other you say anything? No, quizzically, which is. I guess a little odd because usually I don't stop talking. I wouldn't know what you mean by that. Um, but, <clears throat> but, um, and you didn't hear him come in. You didn't hear the door open or anything. You turned, he was already on top of you. I heard, I heard the door come in, but I just assumed it was Nim possibly, but I was up in the orrery uh, doing some maintenance work, if you will. Um, but as you know, it is quite loud in here. <laughs> was there was there anybody else here at the time? I guess you would know. It's kind of the the, the metallic shoulder shrug. And Nim speaks up. These quarters are typically reserved for me, or any time anyone wants to observe the heavens. This is the orrery and telescopic room. Got it. Well, congratulations on your new form. Yeah, I'll uh, send you over some wax or something. One could say that Twiggy is now a gonsman. One could. And just kind of like you see, you see that like the dome like look like it's looking up as he like taps the metal finger on the glass of the dome as it just kind of tink tink tink. Quizzical, indeed. Hmm. I thank you enough. I thank you kindly for returning me. Um, please uh, accept this token of gratitude. Uh, and he will walk over and uh, will pull out a, uh, um, a, a small chest and will open it. Uh, and there will be what appears to be a clockwork amulet. What does it do? Roll Arcana. Is Troet still here? 
Yeah. Uh, Troy is not really in the room. They were kind of like, my job's done, or they were, yeah, my job's done, and uh, I'm gonna go get drunk. drunk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, yes, yes. Well, you see, uh, sometimes um, this really gets the gears turning, and um, this actually is powered by Mechanus itself, the plane of order, and just. With Modrons and, and just fascinating creatures, where Gond himself resides, if you will. Right. I've, I, I had to do some extermination of the Modrons in my room once. Uh, and let's just say that uh, it'll help make sure that things are in working order when they normally, when they might might malfunction. Okay. Okay. I got a fifteen on Arcana. Would I know what this item is? Um, it's fairly common. Um, so you would recognize it. Um, it would still need to be identified in order yeah. to, to determine its properties, but uh, it, it is a, a fairly common item, especially uh, among the the Gondars and uh, anyone tied to. And you know that what he's saying is coincides with what you know. Yep. Yeah. Akira, what kind of bug is a Modron? A big metal one with a lot of legs. Yeah, I, I had some of those once. You have curious. I would like to discuss that at some point. Yeah, but well, maybe theory. another time. I've got things I gotta. I gotta get that wax for you. Don't sweat it. We'll get to that <laughs> at another point when, when, when next we have another long conversation. No, Harold turns <laughs> to look over at me and just shakes his head and very quietly whispers, "I'm telling you, I can't stand these mad scientist types. I don't know who would be willing to put up with them for so long." I have no idea what anyone is saying. <laughs> Me either. <clears throat> All right. Well, another job well done. But the BFGs totally know what we're doing. Let's head back. Uh, and as you leave, you kind of hear uh, Twiggy shouting to Nim. Nim, I need three sprockets, at least two abyssal chickens, uh, a cockatrice, and no more than fourteen mechanical dragonflies. And like, kind of as you like wander out. <laughs> abyssal um, chickens. Is he making dinner? What did he Whatever he is making, I'm sure it will be inspiring. Yeah. And yeah, and you kind of walk like lose the and the sounds of, of the the temple itself as he just continues just listing off just asinine just things that make no sense whatsoever. <clears throat> I thank you once again for bringing Twiggy back and also making my scientific query finalized. Perhaps I will have more enlightenment and what it means to be alive and what truly is a soul. You Thank are you. welcome. Of course, you are welcome at our establishment if you wish to research some insight amongst humans. Perhaps we will join you there. Perhaps. Listen, Nim, I have been alive for a very long time and I still don't know the question to the answer you're trying to answer. But I wish you luck. And I wish you great luck as well. I am needed. I must gather some abyssal chickens. Yeah. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> he leaves, Vinley whips around. Modrons? You really have an infestation of Modrons? No, I don't know what the exactly. fuck a Modron is. Are you kidding me? Oh. It sounded like a bug. No. I mean, there's a couple of them that kind of look, because, I mean, they they got a lot of legs and a lot of arms. 
No hair. a lot of them. These days, those lies are gonna catch up to you. Yeah, especially if you're lying about one of those days. You see a lie catch up to me like daily at this point. I was just about to say, that's already happened. happened. All the time. You see it happen daily. Hey, every one of these days, a lie is going to catch up with you. Let it. I got more of them. I've got an endless supply. I feed my lies more lies. It's the web. You can just tell the truth. It's very liberating. No, but it's, you know what's more no. liberating? When everything falls in on itself and I'm at a sinner screaming, caught in my web of deceit. I love that moment. It's fun to see how far he can go with it. It's, I can go real far. Been like, yeah, uh, surprise parties are awesome for me. You've been hanging out in Waterdeep this whole time. I thought the whole point was once that happens, then you flee. We need to go to Renair's mansion and we need to hold the seance. Yeah. Oh boy, yeah, let's do that. Woo, almost forgot about that. Thank you, Voss. Was having a good time. Do we want I to know. do it during the day or at night? Definitely during the day. Okay. 100%. Is this, is this the seance to find out about, uh... Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you want me to ask the Phoenix first? Sure. Does it cost you anything to do that? No, I like talking to the Phoenix. Oh, oh no, I just meant like, do you have to eat a diamond or something like that? No, I just have to spend a little bit of time. Yeah, and, well, I mean, I've done weirder things, but no. That, <laughs> usually when I eat a diamond, that's I'm doing something else. Uh, no, no, no. I, I just... I'm sorry. I ch checked out during that conversation, and I came back in eating a diamond. Oh, uh, Don't worry about it. Don't Akira, about it. go yes, ahead I, and ask the Phoenix. This well, may save us some time and energy. <laughs> let's get back to wherever we need to go. Considering the last time I did this, yes. it freaked you out. I probably shouldn't do it on the street. Magic tends to do that, but let's go to Renera's either way. That way we're not too far away, as Seisha said. I uh, turn to Voss as he says that, and my eyes are red. And I go, magic freaks you out. And they're just bloodshot, like no scleras, no irises. You're a mean girl sometimes. You do uh, mean they, things. To like circle lenses almost big and wide, and she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then she That's says, creepy. Your face? <laughs> <clears throat> nothing, nothing, and she wipes it away. Come on, let's get home and eat some diamonds. Hey, you can't do stuff like that when you're just possessed. <laughs> How does that but, even uh, pass through you? We take a carriage to Renair's. Yeah, yeah uh, it's super quick, about a 10 minute. Carriage ride as it's in the sea ward. Um, that entire 10 minutes is filled with Orkira explaining exactly to everyone that she was not talking about eating diamonds. <laughs> no, no, I don't do that. I'm explaining all the intricacies of, of uh, all the ways that I can communicate with the Phoenix, and I just leave you all to wonder about what she does when she eats diamonds because mysteries. I love it. So, unless someone asks, she's just like, yeah. Diamond eating. I haven't had to do it in a while, though. Yeah. Thanks just doing her usual ride beside the cart. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you pull up to Branderthal uh, Villa, and uh, wow, this place is really nice. Mm -hmm. How many houses do you own? Oh, we don't own this one. Oh uh, no, this is my forty-eight friend's house. This is... So wait, this is your boyfriend's house, and this is the forty-eight house, forty-eight houses. He owns? Technically, technically, uh, we own everything that you own. Oh, I go oh. inside. Yeah, yeah I guess so. 
And as you walk in, uh, Ortira, for you, it's strange. You would expect such a lavish mansion to be filled to the gills with other things that echo its exterior. However, it is very barren and only holds the base necessities. And that which is there is covered in, uh, you know, uh, sheets to keep the, the furniture from getting dusty and all of that. Uh, your passive perception will pick up as you walk up the, the front porch steps. There are these, like, several beautiful vases that kind of have some flowers and stuff, but one of them is completely empty and knocked over onto the ground as you're walking your way up. And I imagine it still probably doesn't smell very good. It's a little less than what it was before, but there's... <clears throat> um, I, this would be outside, and uh, the the flower pot is, is knocked over, but it is not... That it smells fine because this is the seaward and they 100% will have it cleaned and was the base inside? I thought it was yeah, like outside. Yeah, the base was inside. Oh, just kidding. You walk inside the main corridor cor oh, okay. and yes, my bad. I, it, yeah, it I thought it was outside. It's bad though because Seisha spent a morning cleaning it up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then in that case then, yeah, all right. It's yeah. way less. Yeah. It's but terrible. There's a little bit of a linger. Yeah, this yeah. small linger like, oh, someone must have cooked fish. I don't know, a week ago. Finley immediately <laughs> walks in and is like, oh my god. Yeah. What is uh, lobster? She's continuously casting. Harold, Harold is just pretending he's just walking right forward and his eyes are locked forward. He's not looking at anybody. Why I, does it smell like lobster in here? It smells like weak old dead lobster because somebody threw a lobster in a vase. And okay, I made a mistake. A lobster went in a vase. I wanted the lobster to live. Little did I know, I'm a lobster murderer. I'm sorry that I dunked the lobster in there like he was at a fair. I can't help it. He sat in the fucking vase too long. If he wanted out, he could have scrambled out. I don't know, I'm a, I'm a piece of shit. Is that what you want? I'm sorry, lobster. Wherever this exp are, this explains that sending that you sent to me about a lobster in a vase. I had no idea what you were talking. I still don't really know. I never what intended you're to about. explain the lobster, but here we are. I do feel guilty about forgetting about said lobster. Maybe we should have a seance with him. Well, maybe if lobster had more of a personality. I'm, I'm sorry, lobster. That's a joke. This is I go to the sand We pit. didn't get enough time to get to know him, Harold. <laughs> do lobsters have souls? Uh, Pretty sure. Uh, Vinley is currently stench. having an existential crisis because at first it was the fish and trying to resurrect a fish and now she's trying to work out the magic math essentially of trying to seance a lobster and she's like I don't I just saw a man get resurrected with machines anything's possible at this point I guess <laughs> Harold does that mean when I'm uh, creating food on our trip you don't want me to create the food that tastes like lobster no, I'm fine with lobsters. Yeah, I know. Lobster's delicious. I would rather not have lobster. Okay. Like, she had to clean up. Ever. You got a yes, yes, no. All right. I can't do like a half and half, so it's yeah. probably just going to be like yeah. peanut butter. That's fine. That's okay. I'll eat grass before Peanut butter I eat and lobster? lobster? How about oh, that? We should probably go downstairs. I think Voss went down there already. <laughs> okay. yeah. Door is open. <laughs> As we oh. walk in, we cast precipitation under... Uh, like in a teeny tiny little cube underneath Sasha's nose and she just smells lavender. Aww. It's a little overwhelming. But... <clears throat> Alright, you all make your way down into the fighting pit? Yes. Okay. Um, and uh, as, as you were led down into the basement, Orkira, you see it open up into a sand 
like training pit um, with, uh, you know, assault dummies and various uh, practice weaponry. Um, we actually took all of that for the bully field guard. Oh, right. You see a, yeah. a, a that's right, that's right, that's right. You see I a, see sand, a sand pit. <laughs> where, where things used to be. <laughs> I'm uh, on fire like an, tonight remembering things. <sighs> it's like an uh, indoor beach. How dare really nice. you? Finley looks over to Harold. Harold grins. He's thinking the same thing. Last time I was here, I was a monster who tried to rip your guts out. Let's I remember that. I still have the nightmares. Let's, let's not have something. So let's replace those memories with being indoors in a sand pit. This is kind of fun. Okay, it feels good. This is a yeah. good place to start. So whenever you're okay. ready. Yeah, I guess I'm ready now. I mean, so we got the one question. I get... Uh, I should probably explain this because I didn't explain this the last time and then um, it was awkward and that's my fault. I can ask the Phoenix three questions every day. Uh, they have to be yes or no questions and the Phoenix doesn't always know everything because, you know, there's a lot to know. So um, we're going to ask about if Three Strings is alive. Maybe not use Three Strings. Maybe use the Harlequin instead. Okay. Yeah. It's much more specific to him. Okay. Um, let's assume... Wait, do we want the answer to be yes or no? Is it a good thing if it's yes, or it's a good thing if it's no? An answer, an answer is good. An yes. answer, honestly, okay. is preferable. I would I would actually phrase it as the person Harold knows as the Harlequin still alive. Oh yeah, because yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, okay. Make it as specific as possible. Or we could go... Ex- extremely specific and say, did the Harlequin die on the boat that night? No, the Harlequin that Harold is familiar but, but, with but die on would, the boat. But, but he wouldn't yeah. have... No, let's, just, let's just stick it with the original. Is the, pers- is the person that Harold knows as the Harlequin dead? Because it doesn't matter how he died. No, that's or true. when. I would ask if he's alive. That's a good question, too. Well, if you ask if he's dead, then and it's no, then But we don't he's know if he's alive, alive if he's dead. What? If it does come back that he died, we won't yeah. know whether or not he's actually alive right now. We don't know whether he's a problem or not. Oh, like if someone brought him back. Right. Insane. Okay. But by asking if he's alive, we know that he is still a threat. There's like a bunch of like invisible like math equations <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> happening around V's face. Like, okay, if you say so. Um, so you get sure. three? I get three questions. Yeah. Could um, could you ask if Damara Worstain is alive? Uh, yeah. Damara. Mind me who that is. Worstain. It's my mother. Oh, Oh. of course. Okay, yeah. We should ask if... (sighs) We we should ask if Osvaldo is alive. Hmm. Okay. There you go. Three I, questions. I think it's three good questions. Well, uh, Osvaldo. Hasselanter. Huh? Benley, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I was just thinking of questions. Oh, oh I thought you said B. Your brow was furrowed. If you think of other questions, I get to do this every day. Um, if you don't have any questions, I usually just ask the Phoenix if, you know, they're okay, and if I'm okay, and if everything's going okay. So uh, <laughs> we can do it again tomorrow if you think of anything else. So. Okay. Very well. 
Uh, Orkira is going to smooth out a portion of the sand and sit and grab her book. And because I'm assuming there's no fireplace here. There's no fireplace, but there are sconces. Um, Lining the walls that keep this area lit. Okay. Just so you know. She'll eye them, but the the idea of being in the middle of everybody feels more natural. So she'll sit down and she'll uh, cast... Uh, yeah, she'll cast Produce Flame, and so she'll be holding her book in one hand and have her hand up with a little fire in it in the other, and since we're not in a hurry, she will take the 10, the 11 minutes to cast Commune ritually. Um, so I don't know if anyone wants to do anything. I'm not gonna do this immediately, I'm gonna do it, uh, ritually, so give me, like, 11 minutes? I'm not used to casting things ritually, this is kind of usually boring, but there's still a whole day, and yeah, I kind of want to take the time, and so she'll flip through the book and kind of be going through that. Is there any way to prepare for the seance while she's doing this, just in case we need it? Yeah, I can set up if you wish to help. Sure. So while or Kira um, begins to ritually cast uh, commune, uh, uh, commune, not commune, two completely different words, spelled almost the same though. Vinley uh, <clears throat> starts to set up all your candles and everything for seance just in case. Um, Orkira, as you sit down and you hold your hand out, as you continue through your prayer to the Phoenix, as you prep the spell to be ritually cast, you all watch as the flames from her hands begin to flicker and you watch as they begin to like zip towards the sconces as every few minutes until the the ritual ends and the spell is cast all sconces are lit by the time this is done blazing uh in this golden orange glow reflecting off of this almost white sand that is in this pit. And you can feel, Orkira, the warmth move down your arm as you feel your connection to the Phoenix complete. And you know they are with you. Have I mentioned recently how much I'm really glad you taught me how to do this? This is really nice. Uh, I am still learning. Primordial, it's taking forever. I'm really sorry. Hopefully, hopefully at some point, I'll be able to do this, and I'll do it in Primordial. Ooh. All right. Okay. Um, so I've got three questions, and here we go. They're, they're all kind of up your alley, because they're all have to deal with if people are alive or not. So um, first, is the person that Harold knew as the Harlequin alive right now? Everyone holds their breath and looks at the sconces. And there is a pause as you all wait for whatever answer, yay or nay, as all of the sconces around you just erupt in flames and you feel extreme warmth in your hand, Orkira. And that's a yes. Um... At, oh no. At, at, Aisha reaches out and clasps Harold hand, Harold's hand. That's impossible. How it, It's okay. How he's waited this long? 
So I still have two other questions. We can put the other two on hold if you can. No, think no, of... no, 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 no. Do, do the other questions. Let's knock them all. Those are important too. Go yeah. ahead. Okay. Right, no right. more important than mine. Okay. Uh, sorry. Sorry about that. And you watch as the a... flames uh, die back down to their natural flicker. Yeah. Um. It wasn't the answer we were hoping for, but uh, answers are good. So thanks. Um. Is Dharma. Worstain? Dar I'm sorry, what? Damara Worstain. Damara Worstain, sorry. Damara Worstain is... She's still alive right now. You watch as... The... Hold on, sorry. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You watch as the flames kind of begin to, to grow brighter and brighter and then begin to dim and dim. And then kind of this mixture of between brighter and dim. It's almost as if the flames are in this uh, wind tunnel that seems to be messing with the flames and allowing them to fully envelop or die out. Okay, that's weird. That's that's a more complicated question. Okay, we'll have to think about that. Um, finally, is Valdo yeah. Castellander still alive right now? And you watch again as these flames flicker from brightness to dim, brightness to dim unable to maintain an intensity or, or going out as there is just this inconsistency to their flicker. Interesting. Does it look the same as when we asked about Damara? Yep, and yeah. both are unclear. I think that means that they don't know. Either they don't know or it's more complicated than that. Their names aren't real. Or, or they're not quite the same person they were or they're not alive, but they're not quite dead. I don't understand. I mean, a you good baseline we could know have everything. Sorry. Twiggy was still alive. I just said uh, a baseline for our answers sh really should have been, is Twiggy alive? Because if it gave us an unclear answer on that, we would understand. We that. had a clear answer. We had a very clear answer. Yeah. Well, now what we is, know. Wait, what, what does this fucking mean? He could be anybody. He could be Twiggy. He he could he could be the one the one that came in and stabbed Twiggy. He could be anything. I don't think he is the one who was doing the murders. No, it's too quick. He had a signature. It, and he wherever him alive while he did the wherever murder. he's hiding, he's not used his signature in a long time. He knows he's in a vulnerable position and he's biding his time. But he wouldn't do it somewhere far away. He'd want to keep an eye on things. And Twiggy did say he had almost surgical precision. That doesn't mean anything. There's a million assassins who could have surgical precision in one strike. Huh. Very true. I could do that as well. Huh. Whatever the case, now we know. That's better than not. 
What if he changed his signature? What if he's someone who can alter his appearance on will? Like a doppelganger? Maybe. I don't know. I didn't get the feeling he wasn't human. I mean, I never thought about it. So, when... Hmm. No, never mind. The stupid theory. There was a a really strange woman that came up to me in the party and asked me a bunch of questions about my personal life. So, when when we mm, we were at the party, I was watching Liam the whole time. Because, well, he was the other apprentice to um, to um, Cromley. So I was really curious about him and I was watching him the whole time. And when he came over to talk to you, Harold, his appearance shifted. I saw that too. I just thought it was a trick of the light. Do you mean like magic? I don't know. I just... He, he shifted. He didn't look the same. If, if, oh my god, if the Harlequin is, I mean, we know he, I got too comfortable expecting him to be dead. He, if he is a shape changer, he can do it for such a prolonged period of time. He would be able to do it while he's asleep, awake, at all hours. We hung out all the time in college there wasn't a moment we weren't hanging out do i know if doppelgangers can do that sleep in their forms or do they have to come out of their forms to sleep make an arcana check all right because i don't know (laughs) oh hell yeah 25 um from what you've heard doppelgangers are perfect mimics of who they are mimicking even to the point that husbands and wives and even children don't know that they are not who they are. So it's probably safe to assume that they are in that form as long as they are conscious. I relay that. But Twiggy did mention he was able to notice that his eyes were basically dead. Which fits the bill. Right. If if this was a doppelganger who attacked him, they probably wouldn't have shown that weakness even to the person they were impersonating. Well, I don't think they could have possibly assumed pull the soul think, back into a machine. I don't think the murderer is the Harlequin. I don't think I don't think we can rule anything out at this point. Because Twiggy wasn't the same wasn't the only target. He was in there's no way. Everyone. This is all speculation, unfortunately. It's not. He's there. He's out there. Yes, he is. And now we know. And we can prepare for it as we move forward. But until we have confirmation whether or not he's a doppelganger or what else is he, we don't know. Eventually, he will come. Or he won't. We'll deal with it either way. We can ask Bonnie. That was something I was going to bring up since you brought up... um, Liam, when we were talking to Javier last night, 
he mentioned that there was a group calling themselves the Unseen who were going around murdering doppelgangers. When did you talk? Oh. I slipped out. I'm going to go past day. I'm going to go to the awning portal. And I'm going to tell Bonnie this information. And I'm also going to use our bar, offer our bar a safe haven for any doppelgangers that may wish to be there. I'm going to give her a stipend over the 20 day and she can employ them for any period of time. Is everyone all right with this? Before I move forward with it. I just think it's a little poor timing after we just theorized that the Harlequin is a doppelganger. And then we're just... I agree, but can we... they can't turn to anyone else in the city. They need help. If they need it, it's we can provide risk. it. We need help. I know. And they could be the help we need. Exactly. This is a calculated risk. I That's why I'm bringing it to the rest of the group. I mean, I hate to put it this way, but if, if we could employ a couple to sit at the bar and just do that surface thought reading thing they do, we might be able to catch out the Harlequin. I'll leave it to a vote. Who wants to use the bar as a safe haven for the doppelgangers? I don't know if I get a vote, but you I get a vote, Okira. I would. I think you want to help people, yeah. What are we talking about? Using the bar as a safe haven for doppelgangers. They don't have anyone else in the city. Yeah. All right. I understand your trepidations and their valid concerns, Vinley. You guys, you guys, that was a unanimous vote. Oh my God, look at us go. We can't agree oh, on something. We're on the same page. I'm also going to pay for protection for Javier. That's a bad. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. I'm going to imply a couple of the militia from the frontline fighters to do so. I'm, I'm. Or at least the four ten day that we're gone. Not the grandmother, please. Isaiah, you have yeah. keen mind. Um, you know that the frontline fighters went up to uh, Icewind Dale, except for one. And... A tiefling stayed behind. Yep, correct. And so you could absolutely employ the, employ the tiefling. Yeah. He is he is in because there was something that does not like cold at all. Yeah. <laughs> so the tiefling is still here. The rest went to Icewind Dale. Then that's what we'll do. Employ him for the t- four ten day that we're out. Yeah, he's allowed one. Which no. one was he again? No. He was the, um... Oh, if only I had my notebook with me. But he was the albino tiefling with the with the white to black horns. Uh, uh, wheel, heavy armor, yeah. you did, used um, magic along with melee. I remember him. In any case, I'm going to go do that now. Unless anyone else has any other pressing business. I gotta talk to Trench. I would just like to say that it'd be an awful shame to waste a seance circle and. Oh, no, I want to do the seance for. She looks at. Uh, for who? Yeah. Like, like go think... ahead, tell them. Do you want me to tell them? Yeah, I'm not very good with words. Okay, so. Oh, we. Venley and I were talking. 
and we realized that there is an information source that we could find out which nobles swore to what deity. What entity, really? What entity, sorry, yeah, better better word. What entity? Boss leans in. Um, the Castellaners. And we don't expect any of you to participate. Yeah. Did they know for certain? They they were the ones who told us about this deal that even if they only know one, that's more than we've got. If you and feel this, is... this wise, I won't intrude, but I'm not going to leave either, knowing the possibility of you being possessed is still there. I'll wait outside. What'd you say, her? I said I'll wait outside. I can't face them. I understand, of course. I... We were gonna try for Lady Castellaner. I don't know if I want to be there either, but I feel like it's wrong if I don't. No, it's not. V, listen. We brought this to you both because we wanted you to have the opportunity to choose. We weren't trying to pressure you or guilt you into doing it. We had already planned on doing this by ourselves, but we felt it would be prudent to offer you the chance to join. We felt us. it would be right, right, to give you the chance to be there or not. I just, uh, you don't. So I sometimes feel like me being there might harm the situation. It, it will definitely affect how things happen. So I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna set it out too, because I don't want to risk upsetting the whatever understood I will be I won't be communing with them I'll just be nearby very well Arkira would you like to lend a helping hand I'm always happy to help um yeah just tell me what you need me to do this doesn't seem like this doesn't seem like when you were gonna try to do the seance with no you know I assume Harold and V have walked out or up the stairs away from the sand. I haven't left yet. I'm waiting waiting until you're all set so I can be close enough that I can stop it if there's a problem, but far enough away so I can not see the people that Harold feels it's his fault they're dead. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to spill Orkira in on that situation, but I didn't want to say it. Oh, he doesn't know Draconic. Uh, Oh, I don't know. Anyway, um, I mean, that's that out loud in Draconic. So that you understand what's going on, we're going to be performing a seance on someone who was a very important part of Harold and B's life. Very important. And they, in an act of desperation, did Uh, something. You know, it didn't end well. It just didn't end well. Me and V are going to go up and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just going to. Why don't we go ahead and head up, V? Here, before. While you finish, Y'all got it. While you finish setting up, and Orkira is gonna follow the two of them out, but specifically walk up next to Harold and say, "I will, uh, I will cast sending and send you a message. If for some reason we need you to come rushing, and that way you don't have to be like nearby and listening, listening in. Uh, if you want to go way back upstairs and go do something else, uh, I can do that. And then uh, I just, I'm sorry that you didn't get the answer you were hoping for." The answer was all I was hoping for. Well, now there's plans that need to be 
done. And if you need help with that. I have lots of money. We, we're going to have our own problems with him. I need to make sure Petunia has somebody watching out for her. I'm going to pay Trench. Okay. Well, you you know when I'm ready to. Are you out, are you out of the room? Yeah, I think I'd yeah, I think follow up the them stairs. Like, up the stairs mm-hmm. while you're finishing up, and then I'll I'll yeah. come back in a second. But at this point, Vinley's just stretching. Okay. Um, when I you're good. When you're ready, when you're ready to go and kill him. I'm ready to help you. You know that. He looks over at V and looks back at her, and he's like, "I'm always ready to kill him." Yeah. No, he's he. It'd be nice to kill him like a couple times, but that's just. I mean, I can make that happen too, but that's kind of creepy. That's kind of disgusting. I don't know. No, we're we're no no we're we're past that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. I don't know if you could convince me to do that, but when you're ready, um, you wouldn't be the first person that I've made sure it would be very difficult to come back. You know, Vinley might. No, no, we shouldn't. It's fine. No, it's fine. No, it's not. Don't do that. It's bad. All right, just talk to Finley later. Uh, you, you, yeah, you should probably head back down. Yeah, I'll, I'll message you if we need you, and we'll, we'll be here. I'll come walking back down. They're just gonna be upstairs if, uh, something goes wrong and we need them. I'll, I'll go cast sending, and let them know. And Harold will kind of he will calm down and he'll like stretch his hands out and he t- lets go of V's hand and he takes a few steps and he picks up that lobster vase and he hurls it as hard as he can against the wall. I guess not. Well, at least we know. Better than the wishy-washy flame. He got out of getting drowned once. He won't do it twice. We'll make sure of that. And I, uh, uh, he'll he'll turn and hug her. I mean, he'll just turn and hug her because I'm sure they're both kind of like fuck. <laughs> yeah, she she hugs him as well, and it's just we're gonna we're gonna get him. It didn't occur to me until just now that he might also be a doppelganger, but. I just don't see that being the thing. He was three strings for so long. Who knows? Let's just hope that they get the answers they want and we can get out of here soon because I got to get somebody to look after Petunia. Okay. So I ask you, Vinley, hmm. pointing to the lighted sconces, do you need these on? Oh, no. And she flicks her hands and they turn to black flame sconces. I then move to the edge of the circle into the shadows as much as I can, and I would like to hide. So I can, with holding action, to pop out as fast as I can in case something goes wrong. Um, Is that possible? Unfortunately, it's not, because there's a feat called Skulker that allows you to hide in low light without anything to obscure behind. But you can can meld into the shadows and kind of just be a little bit more, you know, obscured. I have an answer for this. Bury yourself partially in the sand right behind Vinley. And just pop up. That's 100% doable. That's 100% doable. It It's a great way to hide, and 
Vinley would uh, feels a little silly doing this, but knowing that it's actually a decent idea, he will, like a crab, uh, move down into a small pit and bury it himself. Totally helps bury him. Yeah. And... Like we're back at the beach. This is when Arkira comes downstairs. Is the black flames and Voss being buried yeah. in the sand, and she stops at the edge and goes, "This escalated quickly. What happened?" <laughs> we're burying Voss. It's fine. Hi. And it's, I'm not looking, so I don't know, I don't know where he is for it's later. It's fine, just ignore it and we'll move forward. <laughs> Be sure to cover um, his mouth, but not his nose. But yeah. I... Seisha pulls out like a curly straw. I will hide. <laughs> I will hide in the sand. <laughs> and um, I'm not this. While you he's need, being buried. Do you need me in the it's sand? It's a natural too? 20. <laughs> <laughs> That's a 33. I swear, every time you roll and it's like a part of a bit, you do amazing. Yeah. yeah. I look over at Finley. Do you need me in the grand. sand too? Just like, it would actually... you go? <laughs> Who? Uh, yeah, hi. If you want to come sit in the circle with us, it would make it easier on me to summon the right person. Yeah. Just tell me what you need me to do. All right, just sit right there, hold my hand, much like the last one with Rainier's okay. mother. I've had a lot of, anyway. Um, and she'll sit there and she will begin casting. And as she starts, the black flame candle lights and her eyes roll back. And uh, so who is who is assisting in the ritual? Or Kira? And Seisha. And Seisha? Okay, all right. No so... one with direct eyes. <laughs> You make an Arcana check. Your DC is 18. Okay. All right. I have sent you a total. Okay, got it. Okay, noted. <clears throat> All right. Uh oh. Got it, got it, got it. Um, oh as, as you sit there and you do it, uh, what, who are you trying to summon? Uh, Lady Castle Lantern. Okay. Um, my book is right here. I know her first name. Don't try me on this. Her first name is Amalia. So as you are going, everything is fine. The things flicker and you feel that cold presence begin to wash over you as you know, as a spirit comes. And as you all are watching, you watch as the black flame candle goes out <gasps> and then flickers and then comes back on. As Vinley, you feel a presence enter you. And I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Um, <laughs> Charisma saving throw, sorry. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Uh -oh. um, I have a minus one to that, and I got a total of 19. Ooh. So natural 20. Oh, 
Oh, nice. Nice, yeah. nice, nice, nice. Oh. Might be able to... Did you add three to it? Because it's a saving throw. Oh, sorry. My That's bad. That's true. Right. 20. That's true. 22? Yeah. Okay. I rolled a nat. <laughs> yep. Uh, and um, unfortunately, you as you do this, that still fails as you feel Whoa. something come into you. And the voice that comes out of Vinley is not Lady Castellander. And you hear, How dare you bring back Lord Barker Hailing Horse? Stab him. Pop out. Pop out and stab. Okay. Lord okay. Make an attack roll. Add okay. advantage. Uh, everybody else uh, can roll initiative. Yep. Oh. Did I roll for my body? Uh, no. Okay. Mm. Uh, no, 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 you can roll initiative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roll, roll initiative. Sorry, sorry. I, I misunderstood what you were saying. Oh, that's good. Okay. Seven. <laughs> uh, right. Hold on, hold on. Boss, we see you're to hit. Yeah. That's going to be 11. And then... And to be clear, Dustin and Evan, this is, a, this is an undead spirit. That yes, I it is an undead spirit. I have the right filter on, man. All about the filters, baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, Harold and V, go ahead and roll initiative as well, because I'm sure you will be contacted. <laughs> Excellent. Does that count as a surprise round? Uh, for you, yes. Okay, but... so would I get another attack then? Uh, on... You get a attack action, that, yeah. No, uh, no, because you don't have a bonus action. You're holding at a single action. Okay, that's yeah. fair. And that so, would, I imagine that misses then. Um, I don't know. Vinley, does it? Does a twenty-one hit your armor class? I didn't roll twenty-one. I rolled an eleven. Oh, what did you roll? Twenty-one oh, was okay. my initiative. Oh, thir thirteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Don't want to lie. Uh, don't want to lie. No, I, I see it's initiative roll now. Sorry, but thirteen, uh, Vinley, uh, hit your armor class. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you go to stab where this voice is coming from, and at the last second, boss, you realize you were about to stab Vinley through the heart, and you pull your rapier at the last second, just kind of slicing and scraping up against her black half plate. Damn. I am. Um, I rolled natural one. Oh. Which is fitting of the moment if it for helps, Harold. If I didn't yeah. have advantage, I would have rolled a one. This is for initiative, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I imagine Hailing Horse turns to that attack from Boss and just goes, Half of this spot. Uh, v, what did you get for initiative? A, six, a 16. All right. Orkira, you're up first. Y'all get mine? Uh, yes, you have 17. Okay, thank you. Uh, thanks to D&D Beyond's. Uh, you know, no little handy. cracker here. I can see what everybody rolled. I don't have to ask you guys anymore. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if Orkira knows exactly what's going on, but it's very obvious things have gone wrong. And so she's going to do... All right. You're going to see her hand light up and she's about to touch <laughs> Vinley, but... What? No? Yeah, wait, no. Let's try talking to him. Let me try talking to him. Um, 
Just be ready. Ugh. All right. If she says that, then I will cast sending instead. Um, and her hand snuffs out, and Harold, you get a message. <laughs> yes, I cast sending. What does it say? I don't know who we were supposed to get, but we got someone else. Boss already stabbed him, but Sasha's saying talk. Oh God. Oh, well, this went fast. That's what I, I turned to VM like, the boss is stabbing people, we gotta go. Okay, and... so V accidentally shoves Harold out of the <laughs> way as she runs back. That's so why I got a one. There. Yeah. <laughs> she just like down the stairs, like bye. <laughs> uh, that was, so that was my action. Um, as my bonus action. Oh, do I really want to do that? Probably not. Can I tell what kind of spirit has possessed Vinley? Um, make a religion or arcana check? No. I mean, it's hard. It's, um, do it at disadvantage because you didn't actually see anything go into her. It just kind of happened. Her. Yeah. So I would say it would be a disadvantage. <gasps> Natty 20? Natty 20! Do you see that? Yes! Do you see that? I rolled, just rolled two, two 20s. Wow. Two natural twenties. Wow. With disadvantage, and a negative one, so that's a nineteen. But still, I just rolled two natural twenties. If wrong. I was seeing it, I would be like, "No way!" <laughs> but I'm literally looking at it. If I rolled it in person, I wouldn't have believed it, and I just would have been like, "No." I I just would have. Welcome to the BFGs, baby. What the heck? That has never <laughs> happened to me before. I'm taking like, a picture of this now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Do um, I recognize what went into her? Um, you're very familiar with undead and mm -hmm. means to fight them. Um, and the spirit that entered into Vinley, you can sense in the like the burning hatred from the phoenix as the fire inside you burns. Is this is a very very powerful ghost? Okay. Okay, with that in mind, I will be prepared for my next action, but that's all I'm going to do except take a picture of these two natural 20s in a row. <laughs> okay, uh, okay. Boss, it is your turn. Uh, against my better instincts, um, I'm going to attempt to restrain. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Restrain me. Yeah. Um, all right, roll, um, and uh, Vinley, go ahead, and you're going to be rolling opposed, because it's against you. Uh, not great. It's a 16. Uh, roll acrobatics or athletics, your choice, Vinley. Oh, acrobatics or athletics? Yep. I guess not your choice, but whatever's higher, you're going to roll that. 22. I'm very slippery. And Voss, as you go to uh, latch on to Vinley, just with a quick movement, as if knowing that, knowing what you're trying to do, just sidesteps out of the way. Um, that's me then. Uh, yeah, unless you want to use a bonus action to do anything. There's nothing I can do because I didn't hit, so I can't move or dodge out of the way, and I'm not gonna. 
I suppose I could try burying myself in the sand again real quick, but I don't think I've got time for that. So no, I, I, I think I'm just where I am. Yeah. All right. Uh, Seisha. Um, with keen mind, what was the name of um, Johan that we, what was the name we were given for him? That yesterday this morning. As a hailing horse? Oh. It is Yoan? Yoan. Okay. Yo, no, sorry, Yosef. 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 Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Yoan is the uh, uh, Asimar. But yeah, Yosef. Yeah. Lord Hailinghorse, it was not intended that we reach you. However, it is a good thing we did. We believe that we have one of your descendants in our care. Do you remember a Yosef? Liza, you were stolen from me, and you were the one that did it, hag! Oh, you did not just call me a hag. You did. <laughs> I did. Yep, and this is all Binley talking, and it's coming Binley, from Binley. I did. <laughs> Stacia uh, reaches down, grabs a candle, and blows it out. Okay. And as soon as you do that, you watch the entity be shunted out of Binley, but it is still there. And you watch as this ethereal translucent, slightly larger man wearing noble robes, uh, noble like uh, uh, vestments and garments uh, as you kind of look up and go. But the only thing is you notice is he does not have a head. We did not steal him. I am not that hag. We recovered him from that hag. He was kept in a cage. He's safe now. Uh, your action was to blow out the candle. You still have a bonus action. You wanted to um, do anything in your movement. Sorry, I should have checked my bonus action thoughts. Um, nope, not going to do anything else. She stands her ground. Okay. okay. Well, and readies her weapons. No problem. Uh, all right, next up is V. Uh, you can, Harold uh, uh, got the sending, he told you. Uh, you can use your action and movement to get down into the pit. All right, well, I do that. And then upon entering, I go, where's the ghost? I'm gonna hit it. Right there. <laughs> and there's a big headless ghost. There is a very obvious headless ghost. Where's his head? I believe he was executed, so it's not here. Wait, how do you kill a ghost? Just to hit it. Magically. You just hit uh, it. I have ways. My turn? It is your turn. <sighs> uh, actually, you know what? At the end of V's turn, uh oh, uh, it's going to use a legendary action. Oh, shit. Jump back in. Uh, <laughs> as, as it kind of responds to your... Uh, call uh, of, of you saying that that you didn't that it's alive and Seisha that you're not this hag and mm -hmm. it just kind of almost coming from everywhere at once as there is no head on this but you hear lies and I need everybody but Harold to make me a charisma saving throw. Oh no. Charisma damn. Well I mean Harold oh, wow. probably would have survived that regardless so wouldn't even need to roll. Charisma 24. saving. Interesting. I'm very charismatic. Add three to your. <laughs> 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 Add three to your. 
sorry. I got really excited. I expected to fail that. I gotta. You did well. <laughs> I, I didn't think about that being comedic. Um, <laughs> dirty 20. Okay. Did you add uh, three to it? Uh, v is not within. V is not within ten feet of you. Oh, okay. So you know because oh. she came down the stairs and had to use all yeah, her movement right. just to okay. get here. Yeah, uh, I would I, say she's not within ten feet of you. I only get a plus one to charisma saving throw, so it's a dirty twenty. I rolled a nineteen. Yep. Um. All right. Um. Uh, Vinley, what'd you get? Uh, eighteen with Seisha's. Eighteen. Rolled right. Uh. I went right. down to go up. Nothing happens. Seisha, you got a twenty something, right? Twenty four. Okay, nothing happens. Or Kira? Uh, with the bonus, I get the I get a 23. All right, boss? Crit fail. No! There we go. Uh, that's better. Uh, you're going to take six psychic damage, and you are stunned and frightened. Cool. You were stunned until the end of your... Starting your next turn, you're frightened, and you can try uh, again at the end of your next turn. No, you're stunned until the end of your next turn, and then you are frightened for one minute. Of this wow. creature, you cannot go through it. Okay. Now it's my turn. I get to deal with the aftermath of a scream. <laughs> um, would Vinley know? No, I'm just gonna do it. Uh, Vinley's going to reach out at uh at Hailing Horse, and as she does, she starts to cast the spell and she'll cast the Stow Curse on the spirit. Um, sorry, uh, real quick before you, before you do that. Uh, everybody else um, uh, is going to take three points of psychic damage. Okay. Oh. I, I, I missed where it says half, so that was my bad. Oh, okay. And you're bestowing curse? Yeah, that's a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Okay. I like wisdom save. Okay. Uh, wisdom save that is going to be a dirty twenty. Yeah, that beats it. <laughs> um, but yeah, she reaches out and tries to swat at him as this bluish green necromantic energy starts to trail from her fingertips and her eyes. Briefly, for a second, return to that cold, dark blackness, and then she misses, and it all just dissipates into the air. Okay. Got it. And you hear this, like, again, this, like, out of kind of nowhere, this you cannot curse me before I am already cursed to live in this hell. Did I try removing the curse? That's all. There's no, <laughs> yeah, no response after that. But. Yeah, that's what she says back to it, though. <laughs> At the end of your turn, it's going to spend a legendary action, and it's actually going to uh, reach out and uh, as you kind of feel this like thrust of energy come from it. Uh, I need you to make me a Constitution saving throw. Is this charmed or or uh, is this charm? It is not. Okay. Ten. Thirteen. Thirteen. Because I now have a plus four to my con saves because of my cool necklace. Yay! Are we all uh, making this? Or just uh, what was your con save? I'm sorry. 13 total. Just Finley. Just Finley. Okay, I thought you made it too, Seisha. My bad. I was just telling her to remember the three. 
you're going to take six points of force damage as you watch as cuts and scrapes begin manifesting on your body. You'll take uh, half of that because of your... Her uh, ring flashes and less cuts. Yeah. So she takes three. Yep. You can't harm me with force damage, darling. Is what she says back to him because he retorted to her. Yep. He retorted to him. Uh, that is going to be Venley's turn. It's now its turn. Um, uh, does a 21 hit you? Who, me? Yes. Uh, normally, yes. But right now, no, because my armor class is 22, because I just cast shield. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, and you see him reach out. He just screams towards you. And at the last second, you bring up the arcane shield as he thrusts against it and uh, it falls back. I look at him again and I say, no, for real, you cannot hurt me. Please stop trying. Uh, all right, and you then watch as it moves kind of semi through you, Vinley, as it moves, and you watch as it attempts to go into Voss. I need I need uh, Voss to make me a charisma saving throw. Certainly. Is there any way Vinley can, as it passes through her body, open her body to possession and kind of trap him? No, because I was just for flavor text. It didn't have yeah. to pass through you. I just. I am frightened. As a reaction, can I scurry away? Oh. <laughs> uh, five. Fail. All right. Uh, and Scamper, watch, as it were. You watch as it disappears into Voss's body. Oh, no, you don't. Okay. Uh, that's its turn. Uh, Harold, you can uh, spend your action in movement to get down to the basement. Uh, I do. You have a this bonus action left. Down. It's in Voss. I know he was stabbing people. No, he stabbed Venley because it was in Venley. It's no, no, I, she told me already. I know Voss is. It's okay. okay it's Hailing Horse. Uh, I don't know what that means because uh, Harold doesn't remember. Uh, <laughs> and I will. Um, uh, let's see here. I'm, I guess I'm gonna turn to Sasha and be like. Listen, uh, I feel like if, if there's anybody in here, it's probably Orkira, you that's going to deal with it. But right now, you're the one with the sword. So go kick its ass, and I'll give you bardic inspiration. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, so that's your bonus action? Yep. That's my bonus action. That'll be me. So... Yeah, dirt. <laughs> uh, Orkira. Orkira. Rakira comes rushing up to Voss. She's got her book and she's going to whack him over the head with her book. Uh, and she did. casts Dispel Evil and Good. And she's in Draconic, you'll hear her say, get out of my friend. Uh, Comes out as a series of hisses and growls. Does a 22 hit. Me? Yes, it does. Okay. Um, so I don't do any damage, but as a dismissal part of this, 
Uh, as your action, make a melee spell attack against a celestial, elemental, fey, fiend, or undead you can reach. On a hit, you attempt to drive the creature back to its home plane. The creature must succeed on a charisma saving throw or be sent back to its home plane if it isn't there already. If they aren't on their home plane, undead are sent to the Shadowfell, unfey are sent to the Feywild. So I'm trying to drive it back to wherever it needs to go. Uh, if it's a charisma saving throw, it's a DC 18. Uh, it got a dirty 20. Oh. Good attempt. That was, that was smooth. That was... But did it get pushed out of Voss? Uh, I don't believe it did because it would have just dismissed it on that okay. aspect. So it is it is still within Voss. Okay. Uh, but uh, it it you you actually watched as as Arcura pushes up against it. You watch as it begins to like push and tear as like flames flicker up around it as it like pushes up and you see uh, the body language of like agonizing pain as it then just pushes back into Voss. You don't belong in this body. Leave now. Um, uh, I don't think there's anything else I could do. I was really hoping that was going to work. She's just going to stay in Voss's face. Okay. okay. Well, she's going to stay in this ghost's face. All right. Um, Voss, Voss, it is your turn. You have Orkira and Vinley uh, right next to you. Uh, it, it, I think it's going to stab... Or Kira, who just tried to yeah. dispel, dismiss it back. So go ahead and make an attack roll against Orkira, please. Certainly. That's this is fair. That's a natural twenty. Oh jeez. Oh no. <laughs> oh, this makes up for my my double nat twenty on a on right. disadvantage. So uh, I'll give you the damage in one second. Yeah, it's gonna yep. be a lot. That's and you're so you don't need anyone to be there. Nope. To... Twelve. That's great. No, it's Thirteen now. 13, 41 points of damage. Oh. And because you guys leveled, you're four away from lingering damage. But you know what? I, I'll try to reduce it. Okay. I'll, uh, Please do. You want to help? You want to help me, V? We can both try to reduce it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not raging, raging, so I kind of can't. Yeah. Oh. Mm -hmm. I'll spend a bardic inspiration and reaction. <laughs> to be like, uh, Hailing Horse is about the stupidest name I've ever heard. You sound like a pro wrestler. <laughs> that is a really dumb name. You're right. I didn't even think about and that. that. Slowly I... escaping from his lips, you just hear, Woo. <laughs> uh, Take five off that damage. Okay. Where, where does Voss get me? Where does Hailing Horse get me? Hailing horse? He gets you to the top rope, brother! You weren't kidding! Um, if he's using any of my maneuvers, he would try to slash you across the throat with a dagger he pulled from his belt. Does he go like, hey? It's be a rapier. He just kind of like, probably stabs you in between plates in your armor. Oh, hurts. there's that, there's that awful moment where we've just been talking with, uh, what's his face? Who's talking about being slashed across the throat and you go yeah. for Twiggy. So yeah. Now she's just, she's just holding, she's got, her own throat in one hand and the book in the other. She's still growling at you, but oh, that hurt a lot. <laughs> bonus action, um, boss. Yeah, that would be a bonus action immediately after pulling out another dagger and attempting to stab you down with it. Uh, that is a 25 to hit. That'll hit. Uh, won't be as much. That's good. I don't Actually, have much more. left. <laughs> uh, one point of damage on that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. 
Um. As 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 you watch as he stabs up the rapier, piercing into your throat and kind of up out the back, and as he pulls it down, kind of goes up uh, to finish it with a slash across your throat. But you back up and get your forearm up uh, in time as it slashes across your forearm, just barely nicking you instead of slicing your throat. Mm. Uh, um, I will say he doesn't. He doesn't know how to move your body in a panache way so that you won't walk away. He's also trying to yeah. kill people. Yeah, so. so I think I think he stays there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and uh, Seisha, it's your turn. Seisha just stalks forward and reaches up and grabs his face and says, Get out! And casts um, protection from good and evil. Or protection from evil and good. Yeah. What does that do? Prevents possession. That was gonna be the oh. next thing, yeah. That's lucky you have that yeah. spell. So I <laughs> oh, guess we need specific spell. Is it touch cast? One. Uh, it is touch cast. Uh, There's no save or anything. Um, no, that's not what I'm looking for. Uh, oh, okay. Oh god, the doom. Yeah. Okay, um, Voss, go ahead and make me a charisma saving throw at advantage. Okay. Uh, uh probably not. Nine. All right. Unfortunately, uh, you do it and you see this, the scrolling text form around Voss, uh, but there is no, uh, yeah doesn't appear to be any expulsion of the spirit. You have one chance. Get out of him. I would listen to her. She's This, this wasn't the one chance already? If you don't, I'm gonna hit you. Um, guys, do I know if killing a possessed body will hurt the spirit, or does it only hurt the body? Uh, make an arcana check. Do, or religion, do, your choice. I'll do, do arcana. Do ah! eight. You don't know. Okay. You don't, I mean, you've read up on possessions, but you don't know what... Yeah. I probably know. Roll it. Uh, if he, if Vinley is triggered to have that thought, then 100%. I just want to know for my future knowledge, 16. 16? She's not prompted for this. I'm just getting a basic, uh, her 16. information. Um, you are fairly certain, especially since you know Undead fairly well, uh, that uh, harming the body will drive the spirit, like bringing the body to unconsciousness or, or bleeding will force the spirit out. Like a but it will do nothing to hurt the spirit. Right. She she has that in the back of her head because Seisha didn't say that out loud. Yep, that's fine. Uh, v, it is your turn. All right. Uh, uh... You could probably flank. There's two people, well, three people in melee with him right now. Mm-hmm. Wait, okay. I thought that... He was possessing Voss. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you can flank with us on Voss. Okay. Oh, yeah, I will do that. 
Grab him, grab him, grab him. Okay, I grab him. This is a really interesting thing. All the women. I tried to like grapple him, I guess. Make an athletics check. Like hurting people. Against my acrobatics. Against your acrobatics or athletics. Oh, Jesus. Wait, I roll roll what? Athletics. Athletics. Ooh, buddy. Let's see who. This is going to be. Is it your dexterity or my strength? Oh, jeez. I don't don't know. That's a, oh, it's a 22. Oh. It could have been better. 32. Yeah. No! <laughs> yeah, and and you you go and you go to grab and you just over air as you watch as Voss has already ducked and moved out of the way from your grapple. What's your plus to dexterity? Or plus acrobatics? 13. 13. Mine's only plus 8 for strength. Uh, So that's uh, the grapple counts as one attack. You can try again for your second attack. I will. I would would have, he would just have to roll bad, (laughs) honestly. Uh, I might. Uh, It's a 21. Uh, 26. Hey. Hey. Uh, And, you know, the ghost is piloting boss's body and tries to do the same duck and weave maneuver that it just Mm -hmm. did, but you see it and read it uh, as you're a pit fighter. You've seen moves like this before. As you go and (laughs) hook an arm under and kind of put him in a like full Nelson as you kind of grapple him and pull him close and tight into you. Finley, uh, your turn. Or um, unless you have a bonus action that you would like to use. Um, I'm. Suplex me. I'm gonna rage. <laughs> okay. Okay. Do I have to take or deal damage this turn to rage? Oh. Okay. Uh, you just raged, and so it would be start the next. Your next turn would be that you have to attack it. But I mean. So, and you technically uh, attacked this turn, so it's totally fine. Yeah, I, okay, cool. Yep. Uh, and as uh, V grapples, you see her just rawr, as three other Metarocks come out and just latch onto Voss in different locations. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Vinley. Um, when he said, I am cursed to this existence, did he mean, like, can I roll something like Arcana? Like, is he being affected by a curse because of what I did or what? Uh, I'm, I'm just going to say no. You don't have to roll for anything. Flavor text of him being a ghost. Okay, he's being facetious. Okay, cool. I, yeah. I just wanted to make sure before I actually cast Remove Curse on him. Yeah. Just being yeah, a yeah, drama yeah. queen. Like, yeah, like bound, bound to undeath, not able to pass on, literally being tormented daily. Like, this is... Very malevolent spirit. This dude's a jerk. Um, Would like to help end his undeath. Well, no, Seisha is correct. We have an information opportunity here. Hailing horse. She wasn't lying. We know your son and he is safe. He wears a goat mask all the time. It's really weird. Yeah, can you explain the goat mask thing? And she reaches out and looks to Akira's neck and casts Cure Wounds as she's talking to this ghost. Like, no, we're being legitimate. And she'll cast that at third level. Oh, thank you. You've gotten good at that. Thank you. Uh, And then you kind of hear in response, my son does not wear a goat mask. These are all tricks from you, hag. 
too. And technically, oh yeah, no, he called me a hag earlier too. Wait, are we all hags? There's literally like six of us in this room. Do you really think every single one of us is a hag? I know you don't have a head, but I know I'm not a hag. Okay. Hit the ghost of that logic predicament, Harold. Uh, First of all, I'm 20. Bentley, <laughs> uh, are you doing anything else? Thir 13 healing tor towards our okay. team. Yeah, yeah, got it. Okay. Uh, Harold. Stand in front of the dude. <laughs> I'm going to um, walk over to Voss. I'm going to pull out my accordion. I'm going to kind of boot him in the chest and, and play the song of protection from good and evil. He's already hey. got that on him. Huh? But it forces him to make another roll, just so you know, uh, God. Cool. Okay. So him him getting passive forces that saving okay. throw again. I just know that it's continuous on him, so I wasn't sure. It is. Okay. I'll, but I'll it, give him another. And I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna say over this. I'm, I'm gonna spend another bar. I'm gonna spend a bonus action to give you bardic inspiration on your roll, uh, hey. and I'm going to say. Listen, motherfucker, I know how much you hate magic, so show me how much you hate magic, because I'm kind of booting him a little bit, not hard, but kind of kicking him, trying to actually agitate Voss out of possession. It's less trying to force the guy out and more getting Voss pissed off enough that he'll force him out. Uh, Sounds great, love yep. it. So, uh, Voss, you can go ahead and make another charisma save at advantage with inspiration. Ooh, I'm going to need that inspiration, I think. But it should be enough, hopefully. Uh, 16. Plus three? Uh, that would be 19 if Satius counts. She is a Voss is an ally. Right in front of you, and Voss is your ally, and with that, the script, and awesome. you watch as purple music notes kind of work in tandem to the script going across you, almost making sheet music uh, as it wraps and swirls around you. Uh, as, it, as, it, as it hardens, you feel that light as you push and all of that energy, the golden glow from the pages and the purple glow from the music notes shunts the ghost completely out of Voss. Voss, you feel yourself in control once again as you were just looking on from, like, from uh, astral projection as you had no control over your body uh, as you finally find yourself controlled. I want a free action speak. It's like, all right, all right, headless horseman, it's time to cool it, all right? We do know your son. We care about your son. And if you'd like to know how your son is doing, we could have a normal conversation. Clearly, not everyone in this room is a hag. Uh, and um, <clears throat> you you get, like, again, as he shuts back, he just kind of loose, like, body whips towards you and goes, that is exactly what a green hag would say. I will not fall for your lies. And all of your natural insights are getting can, can pick yeah. up at this point that whatever has bound him here is twisted and manipulated his spirit so much that there is just nothing that you can say that is going to bring him back because of whatever it is that has kept him here. Yeah. Cool. And I say something just uh, real there... fast. Just one little sentence. Mm -hmm. You're right. I am the hag. Oh, And I open my body out. That's a Deadly, keep him out in the open so I can smite him. Okay. Uh, all right. uh, at the uh, end of Harold's turn, he's going to use a legendary action uh, and uh, is going to let out this bone chilling scream. I need everybody to make me charisma save. Can I counterspell it? It is not a spell. Ah. Uh, 
Oh. It is a supernatural ability. Oh no. Was it charisma? Oh, oh no. this is bad. This is bad. <laughs> Am I the only one who passed? Holy shit. I think so. <laughs> I think you are. Wait, what's charisma save, right? I rolled a three. I rolled a one. Add three. Uh, uh, I rolled a six. That's one of your mains, I think, Harold. Uh, yeah, okay. it's, I got an 18. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Harold, you're going to take uh, eight points of psychic damage. Uh, uh, Seisha, what'd you get? 22. You're going to take eight points of psychic damage, and I believe everyone else failed. Yeah. Uh, Vinley, what'd you get? Nine. Boss. With plus three. Uh, 15. Uh, 15, you fail V. Yep. Six. Six, all right, you fail. So um, you are all going to take 16 psychic damage. Um, and, and, oh, sorry, Orkira, what'd you get? I got a 12, I failed. Okay, yeah. you also failed. Um, Orkira, Vinley, and V, you find yourself terrified of this creature. Unnerving fear radiates you, and all of you except for Harold and Seisha are stunned until the end of your next turn. Oh, man, I mean, you gotta uh, drop this guy in one turn. So, yes. being stunned, I'm assuming I let go of Voss. Come on, crit smite. Well, I, I assume I let go of Voss anyways because he left Voss's body. Uh, and, and you're all frightened for a minute. Um, Voss, you were still frightened of it, just so you know. I would guess, yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, that was Harold. It no, is. wait, is he? Because he succeeded on um, protection from good and evil saves, so that gets rid of fear. Oh, that's true, but okay. then he gets re-frightened right now. That one doesn't yeah. frighten him because oh, his okay. save was high enough. So, yeah. okay, so you're no longer feared, uh, boss. Okay. Oh, yeah. The three of us about to whoop this ghost's ass. <laughs> I can't yeah. use magic. I don't know if I can hit this thing. Yosef, we met your dad, we beat his ass. Uh, <laughs> We've fought a ghost before, boss. <laughs> Yeah, I think it was half done. You are stunned. You're no I'm stunned. stunned. Yeah. Uh, I think I think her fear in this moment doesn't manifest as fear of this ghost, but manifests as fear of what the phoenix is going to think if she doesn't do the right thing here. So I think she quakes, but it's it's that it's that what's going to happen afterwards. Yep. Yep. Uh, and so end um, of your turn, the stun wears off. You get your senses back. Um, and you're looking, and that that fear overwhelms you. And uh, Voss, it's your turn. You are no longer frightened. Uh, it is standing right beside you as it was shunted from you. Um, attack, as I can do little else. Okay. That should hit 27. Is he flanking? Uh, 27. And as you go to stab, your rapier passes right yep, through. Yep, that's what I figured. Nothing I, happens. I thought it was the moonlit rapier. It is, it is very mundanely. It's not. Mundane, it, sure. it does not. Yeah, yeah. It does not count as a magical weapon to overcome resistances. Yeah, I don't. I unfortunately uh, don't have it. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. Barring that. Um. Oh, five d six. I was leveling that then. Um. Move through. Um. Seeing Okira is frightened, uh, move towards her. You're right next to her? I am right next to her. Um, uh, shit, there's very little I can do. Um, okay. 
here's a question. Um, I, Okira, I don't know if it's shared any of this, but does it look like she's got any magical implementation on her body, magical weapons or anything like that? I have no weapons. Uh, I'm probably clutching the book, which is magical, but you would know it'll yeah, burn not, you if you grab I, it. Yeah, I'm not touching that. I um, wouldn't, even if it was. Yeah, I don't have... I probably would have shared this, but you would know I don't have anything else of note magical on me except my bag of marshmallows, but that's not. What does um that thing I got from Mama Ue do again? Which one? The um the spirit bag, something like that. Uh, you have a protection from aberrations. Yep, and this is uh, not an aberration. Yep. No. Okay, then. I attack it, I I move out of its range, afraid of getting possessed again, so I just bolt 60 feet back. Right. Uh, it is going to use an attack opportunity. Uh, no, I did attack it. I attacked it. As soon as I, I started saying it, I realized yep. uh, the, the woes of my ways. So, 60 feet back, is that's really all I can do until it possesses someone again and I can attack them. Right. Right, so. you move all the way back, and you're up against the wall, the far south wall of the, yeah. the pit. Breathing heavily, but that's me. Yeah, right, right next to the stairs. Yeah. Uh, you're actually 45 feet away, not 16, just so you know. Uh, Sisha, uh, you, are, you uh, yep, yep, yep. As you uh, move through it and move to it and attack. 13 for the first swing. Uh, 13 misses. 20, uh, dirty 20 for the second. All right, as you go to slice it, your sword just goes right through. I'm smiting. I understand that, okay. but your weapon is not a magic weapon. But it gives it radiant damage. So I would say your weapon damage is nullified, Negated. but you can do okay. your smite damage. Yep. Okay. Yep. So that's going to be 3, 4, D, 8. Yeah, so as, as your sword swipes like just passes through it you trigger as the text scroll script shoots up the blade and explodes from the inside of this ghost okay he's gonna take 19 points of radiant damage okay. nice wait a minute did i do that math right no i gotta roll one more because he's undead okay just give me that number four okay thank you All right, is that your turn? Yep. Okay, that brings us to... Actually, um, since Voss is safe now, bonus action, I'm casting magic weapon on my sword. Okay, so you watch as the script on you, Voss, melts away, but you still have the purple music notes radiating around you. I clutch them desperately. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Vinley, you are stunned. The end of your turn, the stun wears off, and as you focus, oh, oh sorry, uh, V, you were stunned. Uh, as your stun wears off, your rage ends, as you did not attack or take damage this round, uh, and you are terrified of this creature that you, that you look on that has no head, yet still talks. Uncomfy. Mm -hmm. Okay, Vinley, uh, same thing. You are stunned for this round. Um, Um, all right, um, it is going to attack and then. Oh. 
Uh, strong, does, a, does, does a 12 hit you, um, Seja? No? no? No, you sure? You sure? Not so much. No. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, and then uh, I need you to. You're the best at the save, I'm thinking. You're uh, I need a charisma. I need a strength check from you. Strength oh. check, charisma check. Strength or charisma? I need strength from you. It's going to roll charisma. Okay. Oh, okay. I get what's Oh, wait, hang on. Or do you want to use the... Uh-oh. See? He won. I got a seven. Yeah, you got a 17. Uh, all right. Um, you go flying. Um, oh. Um, anybody in the, nope, just that, okay. Um, all right, um, you go, okay. How many feet? 45, so. 18 plus. Uh, just 18. Okay, that's it. Yep. Uh, as uh, the ghost like rakes his hands across you and basically throws you across the entire room, you slam up against the stone wall uh, to uh, yeah to the far. I guess that would be yeah far south side, uh, opposite almost opposite corner of where Voss is, and you take 18 points of bludgeoning damage. Got it. And are knocked prone. Just say no. Okay. Mm, yep. Oh my gosh. Mm. All that sucks. <laughs> uh, that Everything is sucks the this. ghost's turn. It is now Harold's turn. Uh, <laughs> uh, you are ten feet, away, ten feet away from the ghost. Great shopping episode. I'm so <laughs> sorry, everyone. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to feed it. Well, first of all, I'm going to bonus action. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna say, well, you know, I, I really did try to reason with you. I'm gonna give it a Hexblade's curse, <laughs> and then I'm going to Eldritch Blast. Okay. Logic was flawless, but it's an illogical bang. So that's a 19 to hit. Uh, 19. Uh, 19 hits. Sorry, yes. Okay, and I'm gonna roll again. Uh, an 18 to hit. 18, 18 hits. Hit. Okay, so he will take a total of Oh wow. Uh sixteen plus eleven. Twenty seven. Uh, Twenty seven, nice. I cannot count. Uh all right, yeah, you throw uh the dagger as it end over end splits, slams into it, detonates. Um, and shunts at the end of your turn, it's gonna spend a legendary action to make a claw attack against Vinley. Uh, oh, sorry, I need a um, a constitution saving throw from you, Vinley. All right, 
That's cute. It's a nine because Seisha got thrown across the room. <laughs> I can't wait to go shopping, everyone. <laughs> um, or, uh, you're going to take four force damage. That's already. Okay, that's already half. Uh-huh. I look hurt. <laughs> like, really bad. I think most of us look hurt at this point. I will I will fix that come my next turn. I don't wait, what am I saying? We have healers now. We have lots of healers. <laughs> uh, all right, that is it's now Orkira's turn. You are no longer stunned. Uh, just frightened, so you can't physically move towards it. However, uh, and it's ten feet away. Yeah. I was thinking about doing something else, but now we're all super hurt. Um Well, just because of the way this is working. uh, So she's still afraid, and what she's afraid of, I think, as I said in this moment, is that the phoenix is going to think that she failed miserably at this. So she's clutching the book, and she's going, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. I got this. I got this. I got this. I got this. And she's rubbing her claws against the book, and sparks are coming off, and little tiny sparks fly over to each of you. And she's casting Bless at fourth level. Get everybody. All right. Um, so everybody's going to get a D4 to add to any attack roll or saving throw. Because she's afraid everybody's going to get possessed again. It's everybody within 60 feet, right? Um, uh, I mean, if I got to move uh, 30 feet, can I get everybody within 30 feet? Cannot get everybody within 30 feet because Seisha was thrown against the wall and Voss was mm-hmm. on the list. We'll do some math real quick. Maybe. Oh, oh. My bad. You can get everybody but boss. Oh, well. Do it. Do it. Uh, can I move? Never mind. Now you can get everybody but boss. Okay. Can everybody, I move? Everybody, wait, wait, everybody including boss. Sorry. You can get everybody. Awesome. So, yeah, I'll cast it at fourth level so they'll include me and everybody else. And so this is every attack roll and saving throw, you get a d4 to add to. Useful. Awesome. Yeah, I want to keep everybody from being possessed. Thanks, um, Yeah, and then uh, I don't think I can do anything else this turn. Is there any way to shake off the fear, or is she just stuck being afraid for the she's next minute? Afraid for, for a minute. Okay. Unless uh, certain spells or things are done. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, then yeah, she will continue to, it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. I got this. I got this. I, I, I do. I do. I do. I swear. I do. And that's it. Okay. Boss. To do. Um. Can I hand off my weapon and maintain concentration on it to keep it magical? Oh, wait, you can't use a long sword, can you? No. Um, yeah, I can. But it's not a finesse weapon. Yeah, so you wouldn't get a sneak attack with it. Yeah. Um, do I know that this whatever did when Harold kicked me is what removed the fear from my body? Uh, I mean, you, you can get the sense that, yeah, what, whatever is wrapping around you is protecting you in some way against this. I will go ahead and tell Harold then, um, looking at what he did for me, it's, I'm useless in this fight. Give this to someone who can use it. I can't play the song again, man. I get one off on that one. Damn. Um, and I, I assure you, the one person we all really don't want to have it right now is you. Yeah, yeah. 
Probably um, me too. Also, you too. Thanks. Okay. Um. Actually, there's nobody here that would be good. <laughs> no. Um. Uh, I don't know. I think the way I roll, you'd be safe. I think we'd be cool if Harold got possessed. No. Oh, no, no. Harold or I and a fireball gets dropped. Oh, oh I forgot about the fireball. I hold action to move or attack because there's nothing I can do. Okay. Uh, at the end of your turn, uh, Venley, make me a constitution saving throw. Love it. With a plus four, uh, D4. Mm -hmm. All right, D4 on top. Let's do that. Like D4 D&D, my favorite show <laughs> on the internet. Watch it today at 7 p.m. every Sunday. Like it's the best right stream here. on the Citadel. <laughs> uh, 24. Uh, yeah, you take two points of force. Tight. Uh, one point. Because it gets half uh, again. Because ring. Hold on. Uh, you don't take anything, actually. You, you passed, so. Yeah. There, there, there's nothing. Wonderful. And I do a little cackle to keep up the charade that I am the hag. Okay. I'm trying to convince him you're the hag. We need him in the open. Why are you doing this? Uh, Seisha, it's your turn. You seem scared of me. Oh, let's see. <laughs> I am going to, well, I've got to get up. Okay, that's half your movement. Forward. I cannot reach him, and I don't have any spells that would really be handy this round. So I am going to, um, as she moves forward, Seisha gets up, and as she moves forward, she ignites her radiant soul and the wings fly up from her back and her hair comes up as if she's underwater. Smoke begins to pour out from her eyes. You had your chance. Yep. And I'm just going to yeah. spend my turn getting to him. That was metal. Yeah. Especially with this music. Yeah. That was pretty sick. <laughs> uh, yeah, so so you move as close as you can and then you can finish getting there on your next yeah. You are currently 20 feet away because it took half your movement to stand up and your action to uh, ignite the wings. Yeah. It is V's turn. V, although you are frightened, you are currently right next to it. So you can attack it, but you have disadvantage on your attack. Okay. And you could reckless. I could reckless and, and it'd be normal. Normal, yep. I'm gonna do it. I'm cocky enough for that. Okay. You, um, remember, you are not raging right now. But you do get to add a D4 to every one of these attacks. Yep. Mm. Okay, Oops. I'm just gonna rage again. Okay. Again, your ancestors pour out of you as you let out this just rage scream. And they look like uh, older people who don't understand when the phone, like the call drops and they're just like, why did you hang up? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we've got, we're gonna assume it was like, uh, like Beast Skin and Shadow Walker and Wraithborn. And they're just like, what happened? Nice. We have, we have some, uh, people tied to the ethereal plane a little bit. Yep. All right. Uh, All right. So, so I, I hit them. And that's gonna be a 24 to hit. Uh, you don't have to worry about rolling the d4. That hits. <laughs> Excellent. And that's going to be, uh, man, 10 points of damage. Okay. Could have been better. And the next attack is a natural one. Oh. 10. Oh. That, uh, 10. Okay. But it. I don't know if, you know, auto fail, whatever. 
Yeah. All that good stuff. Um, uh, the first one you swipe through and you actually feel the Bahir blade and its magical properties imbued into it. Dig into this ethereal form and scream and uh, you go to swipe again and it just like moves like, up and around uh, as if to pole vault over your blade. Um, and you almost hit Harold as uh, your swing goes wide. Um, but you do not. All right, that brings us to Vinling. Oh, uh, actually, that was 11 points of damage. I forgot it's plus three melee, not two anymore. Just one to that? Yeah, just yeah, it's, it's, it's that one extra damage, you know. Hey, sometimes oh, it's that one. Yes, it is, it is. How far is Voss from me? Like 40, 45 depending on where you position yourself. Did I hear him say that he doesn't, like... I know that he can't hit a ghost, right? You're, yeah, yeah you're, yes. you're well-versed in okay. the ethereal. Yeah. Can I throw him the Wand of Magic Missiles? Uh... Like, move if I have to, then toss it to him? And I just say point and shoot? Point and click? Yeah, just point and want it to happen. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> doesn't doesn't require attunement, and you don't have to be a spellcaster. So yeah, yeah. I toss the wand over to uh, Voss. I am living for this moment. You have to move closer, just so you know. Yeah. Um. So I catch it and then stare at you blankly. And she raises her wand and looks at you expectingly to follow her, since you held your action to attack. I'll use my action if that's all it takes to. Yeah, it's free action I, to uh, pick up the. I wand. love it. That's great. Uh, go ahead and just make me a dex check. Sorry, okay. Mike. Both of us? No, 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 no. no. Okay. Just, just. Sixteen. Okay. Yeah. Easily, you snatch it out of the air with with uh with finesse as you like quizzically look and point. Uh, how many charges are you pouring out of this thing? It has three currently. I'll let you know that. Like, do I know all this? No. You see, sometimes I let loose like nine, sometimes three come out. <laughs> so what I would do canonically, or like, mm -hmm. yeah, is not knowing how this works, is use it as hard as I possibly can. Yes. Yep. And wanting this thing to die. At the same time, Vinley is casting Magic Missile at 4th level as well. Okay, he will follow what you do, your movements precisely mirroring you as much as possible, figuring your stance or your movement is what activates this and will point with all of the will he has in this body wanting this thing to die. Uh, two things, uh, just so you know. Mm -hmm. uh, love that. Uh, 5d4 for you, boss. 5d4 plus okay. 1 for each uh, bolt. And then also we're gonna need you to roll a d20. Yeah, okay. don't break my wand. I can't guarantee that. Just don't, <laughs> just don't roll poorly. Five He's rolled so many twenties. It's, it's twenty-three, twenty-three points of damage. Nice. And I also got. Did and that's have... a fifteen on the d20. That's great. All, all it takes is a, is a one to destroy it, so you're fine. And okay. Logan, did you add five on top of the damage you rolled? I did. I did. Okay, cool. 
and I got 21 points of damage on my fourth level magic missile. And there were six beacons. So nice. 11 bolts come out at the same time. Yeah, and they all just like fill this room with that is being sucked away by the the light um, in here. And just these pink white globules of just race around everybody and just circle this thing in a tornado just constantly. Doop, 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 doop. You hear it scream out in pain. Yep, as it staggers and move and kind of you see its form begin to flicker in and out of existence in the, the ethereal plane. And at, at the end of your turn, it starts it and in a desperate attempt to find some protection, it goes to dive into V. I need you to make me a charisma saving throw V. Oh no. Oh Good no habit. no no. Do I, I get a D4 because of Akira though, right? Yes. Right. Please do. Oh, let's hope that D4 roll strong. Last of 14. Did she get Zaysha too? No, too far away. Yeah, uh, and you watch as it disappears into V. And he loses all control of her body. As it My is. ancestors just get confused, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that ends my raging. Could they, could could her thing that protects people protect her from that? I don't think it helps in saving throws. Okay. Yeah. And uh, your ancestors are still fighting alongside you, V. Oh. Oh, oh. No. Yep. oh no. You're still raging. This happened on Vinley's turn. She's already like posed and she like gives a sly smile to boss and then notices it jumps into B and goes Shit. <laughs> um only one option here. Uh I'm gonna use Phantasmal Force on V. Okay. Mm. Um it's an int save V. It's a what? Oh intelligence? <laughs> yep. Good call. Yep. <laughs> I, I know what I'm about. That's uh, a 13. Fails. Oh, check. I still have the D4 for Okira. You're right. Yeah. So that's a 16. 16. Oh, I rolled a 13, not 14. Sorry. So 16? 16. Yeah. Whew. Just barely fails. Oh. Uh, so, so everything, all of us just disappear in smoke v swears in the only empty corner of the room there's the hag Ooh. okay let me see if i can make oh it's a 10-foot cube so no it's just the hag is standing in the corner now and looks like she's trying to keep illusion magic above herself okay that is beautiful but it's in it's in the unoccupied corner oh 100 yeah Yeah. the furthest corner away absolutely I uh, love that. Yep. Uh, all right. That uh, is Harold's turn. That brings us to Orkira. How close is V to me? Uh, v is right next to 20 her. feet away. She moved to get uh, everybody in that bless. That oh, bless. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Then I can't do the thing I want to do. I was I was unsure if she was next to me. Okay. So here's what I'm going to do. Um, you can move and oh, no. Yeah, but I'm still afraid, so I can't move to her, can I? Mm, I'm gonna say no. Yeah, because you can't yeah. move closer to the yeah. object of your fear. Because, so. because yeah, it yeah. is technically still, still there. Yeah, you still the, feel its presence. 
Yeah, and well, the flavor of this is she's afraid of what the phoenix is going to think. She can't move closer. So instead... Oh, yeah. Uh, she's going to channel divinity. Uh, she's still clutching the book, and she's going to go, Yeah, I got everybody. I got it. I got it. It's going to be fine. Um, she's going to use explosion of life, so I, I think everyone's still within 30 of me, right? They are. Awesome. Uh, a familiar burst of flaming energy comes out and starts to radiate around me. Um, everybody gets a D8 temporary hit points at the start of your turn. Um, and I'll go ahead and roll, roll mine, because I as hurt too. Um, and then for my bonus action, I'm going to look over at Vinley and, um, as that sphere emanates from me, it washes over you and you feel a little extra warmth as um, she's going to cast Healing Word oh. at third level and she's going to start to fix things. Uh, nice. Uh, so you're going to get 10 health back. Nice. Oh, no, and... Word. oh my god. Yep. And I'm still concentrating on the Bless. So everybody's still got a D4 and she's still going to stand there half praying in fear <laughs> see see yeah i got this i got this i got this and she's done all right boss uh first i saw harold do something correct right you saw him cast a spell but it is not visible to you as to what that spell okay. has done. i ask harold i what did you do Oh, I, I, she thinks. Uh, 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 I, I, I'm, I'm tr clearly trying to think of a quick lie, and I turn and I say, uh, "He's on to me," and I will uh, point cryptically towards the corner. <laughs> Amazing. And then, and then I give him a look like, "Sorry, man." Like it's just like, "What do you want me to do here?" <laughs> like, okay. Um. <laughs> How far away is the corner he pointed to? Uh, uh, complete opposite end from where you are. <laughs> you can do that calculation this second time. 400 feet. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, how big is this sand pit fight area? feet in diameter. <laughs> uh, 60. 60? Yeah, okay. It's a rugby field. Okay, right. here, here is what I would like to do. Um, and I think I can do this without interrupting Harold's spell. Um... I would like to get in front of V, about 10 feet in front of her, and then I would like to hold um, and trip her as she moves towards the corner just to get her prone, and that's it. Ah, oh, my knee. <laughs> my leg. My leg. Uh, you move up next to V? Yeah. Um, <sighs> Right. Like okay. 10 feet away. That way I'm not. Okay. Got it. Got it. In attack of opportunity range and hold action to see if she starts walking towards me. Trip her. Keep her prone. That way she's on the ground. Okay. Got it. And do you roll your D8 right. for temporary hit points? Yeah. Me? Oh, I haven't yeah. been doing that. Oh. It just the start of your turn. Start of your oh, turn. Just happened. Thank you yeah. for the reminder. Uh, Stacia? Uh, let me roll my 
D8 real fast. Yep. Woohoo! Eight! Six. Yay! Um, let's see. I'm going to move to V. And God, I'm going to. You're currently flanking with Harold, just so you know. Okay. I don't want to attack V. I'm going to give up my magic weapon and cast protection from evil and good on V. All right, V, go ahead and roll a charisma saving throw with advantage and a D4 from Bless. Do it, right. do it, do it, do it. And no. Oh, that's a nine plus. It's 11. That's that with advantage? Yeah, I rolled a one and an eight. Plus three. I rolled shitty on that too. So really a 14. Unfortunately, not enough to push it out. Get out here and face me. No. Oh, no. Um, at the uh, end of your turn, it is going to let. Uh, no, it doesn't. Sorry, you're right. Uh, uh, V's turn. Sorry. At the end of your turn, it's V's turn, uh, and V is going to completely ignore you, as if you do not exist. Must go roll a d8. Uh, yeah, you can roll a d8. I uh, got six and, to <laughs> and you see her charge into the far corner. It's her turn to, so she rolls the save again, though. Uh, is that the beginning yeah. or end? I think it's. I thought it was the beginning. Oh, so how? Just so you know, how protection from good. Uh, good versus evil is is when you cast it if they are possessed you give them an immediate advantage on the saving throw yeah and then they are protected from being possessed after the target that. has advantage on any new saving throws against the relevant effect yeah. correct the possession does not trigger a saving throw at the end of its turn oh mm -hmm. by by casting the protection you allow that saving throw to be forced got it okay and and if the spirit is propelled, then it cannot repossess. Repossess. Okay. Got it. So I, I thought they got a save on each turn. That was yeah. one. Darn it. Um, but, yeah. Do uh, I trip? After you, after you heal, Voss, uh, you see her charging uh, Seisha. She will run past you, provoking an attack of opportunity if you so wish. Yes. Voss will run past you. I will attempt to trip. I'm I'm sorry, V. I'm gonna attack. <laughs> That's a natural one on athletics. Okay. Oh. It's a 19 to hit. 19 should hit. Does that v? hit you, V? Um. Yes, a 19 does hit. Okay. And I'm gonna Party, say that. I'm gonna smite. Cool. Because I gotta affect. Don't forget. Oh wait, your no, radiant. I don't have to to affect her, do I? No. But I only get one D8. You also have, don't forget your Radiant Soul damage. Oh yeah, that's not mean. that as well. Um, I'm, I'm gonna, sorry V, I'm gonna smite. Okay. Okay. Um, and, and while that, while that's calculating, um, as V rushes past you, boss, you go to try and swipe, but she just barrels through, uh, your leg and kind of knocks it out of the way as she's hyper-focused on this corner. Um, Spin in the air, fall flat on the sand. 
boss stares up at the sky and just wonders where the hell his day went. <laughs> That's 30 uh, points of damage. Right? Uh, so mm. take, uh, I need, that needs to be uh, slashing and radiant separate. Okay. Um, raging and we'll take half of the slashing. It was seven, or no, uh, one. It was 18 radiant plus nine, so 27 radiant. And seven, or uh, three regular. So three regular. Yeah. Oh, plus two. So five regular, sorry. And 18 radiant. No. 17 radiant. 17 radiant. Something like that. No. 20. It said like 27 radiant or something a second ago. Because it was three normal. So 27 radiant total. Okay. Five. um, Because I forgot to add my plus two in. So five regular. Five. Slashing? Is that already halved? No, that is not halved. So you'll take two slashing. Okay. Twenty-eight. Rating. Oh my god. Okay. So thirty points of damage. Mm. Well, hold on. Oh, I did that wrong. I didn't realize it was going to automatically take away the temporary hit points. It's smart that way. Oh wait, I I put in too much. <laughs> um, as as V gets into the corner, you watch as she takes her sword and swipes, um, using the action to interact with the illusion. Uh, is going to make uh, in uh, the the using the ghost's intelligence will use against this illusion. Uh, that's a fourteen. Against your spell save DC, Harold, I believe that fails. Uh, it is fourteen against my AC. No DC, your spell save DC. Oh, my, no, my spell save DC is seventeen. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Nice. So it, it continues nice. to assault this hag that has bound it in undeath or something. You don't know why. Yeah. And and the hag is over there like ow ow ah, ah, just getting the crap beat out of her. <laughs> yeah. God, God damn it! Stop it! Ow! <laughs> Quit! Yeah, very herald responses. Ah, quit it! Damn it! Stop it, you little shit! Ow! You sound like a pro wrestler! Vinley, it's your turn. Uh, Vinley's gonna hit. Okay. From far away. From very, okay. very far away. Okay. Um, because the last time V hit her, one hit, she was gone. Um, so let's do... I'm still frightened, so let's do a magic missile. Okay. At first level. Oh, wait. D8 first. Sorry. Okay. Seven. Uh, while that damage is calculating, uh, it is, Harold, you're up next. Okay. Arcaria, you're in the hole. As three globules of light race past you, Seisha, and uh, slam into V. Nine. Right. V, you're going to take nine damage? I rolled two ones and a four. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'm going to move closer to Voss because I feel like he's in the nice middle ground of this arena that we're in. You can move directly horizontal. You can't move up closer. So you are technically getting closer to Voss, but not getting closer to Vance. That's fine. 
Okay. Uh, all right, that brings us to Harold. Oh boy, this is dangerous. Harold is going to take his hat and pull it down a little bit further, and I'm going to activate the finest bucket in the gaff as I walk closer to her. I am going to try to get V so absolutely furious it shunts him out. I'm going to do what I did to Voss, but on a whole other scale of untold stupidity of the things I'm about to say to her. Which do I have to roll? I'm going to try to persuade, but something tells me it's going to end up being intimidation. <laughs> hey, hold on. Uh... Do you mean what you're saying? It no, no. I, I, I guess I, I guess it would have to be a deception. Yeah. But uh, I, I don't get a choice here. They choose. Yeah. I might be trying to intimidate her. Oh yeah. Oh, you are trying that. to intimidate her. I did high <laughs> oh, okay. That's, actually, <laughs> no, that's okay. That's exactly what I wanted. I was like, I'm going to say Harold kind of shakes his head and he gets ready to say something really nice and then he feels the, the hat fucking with his head and he grits his teeth and he's like, let me tell you something, V. That little ghost there is just a distraction because your shoes don't match that dress. That, and you know that, that thing you wore to the party? It was hideous. It looked awful. And everybody, the entire party, all they could think about was, oh, here comes V with her bright red. It was pathetic. And frankly, if you have something you want to say about it, why don't you say it to my face? And then as soon as the last words leave his mouth, Harold goes, oh, no. <laughs> uh, all right. I need you to make me a uh, an intimidation check with advantage, uh, Harold. Oh. 26. Ooh. All right. Oh. I will, I'm going to say that this forces a, a save for V. <laughs> I still think she's going to hit me, though. Uh, and you'll have advantage. So V, make a charisma save with advantage and a D4. Nice. Uh, there's no way I can beat that, even with a natural 20. So. No, you're trying to beat a, the ghost. You're, 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 you're trying oh, to the ghost, the, not yeah, Harold. Save. My bad. Just a save. Okay, so that's going to be a 18. Yeah, is exactly what you mean. Yes. Oh, as, as you immediate, as you just rip free from this ghost, and you are furious. <laughs> as you heard every word Harold said. The theme was fire. <laughs> Harold, Harold's like yeah, and then as she turns around, and like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, like or ten million times more scared of her than the ghost. Or Kira, it is your turn. And oh, you can see the ghost out of V. Yeah, but I'm still terrified of it, aren't I? You yeah. are. How close is the ghost? Uh -huh. 35. Ah, oh, shit. Ah, oh, crap. All right. Ah, <laughs> shit and crap. Yeah, crap on a stick. Uh, it's five more feet than I needed it to be. Okay. All right. Oh, I'm going to ask a dumb question. Is Can I place a fireball anywhere where it's going to hit the ghost and nobody else? No. The, no it, it will. It's, a, it's a whole lot of people over there now. Yep. It would hit it, V and Voss. No, no, I don't want to hit anybody else. Do it. Nope, 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 nope. No, you don't want me if to land in the fire. If you can hit just me and Voss, it might be okay. Nope, 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 nope. 
I'll nope. be fine. Uh, nope. Not gonna no, happen. I'll be fine. Do it. Burn what us are you doing, Kira? I'm I'm gonna Don't hear... you, Pansy? <laughs> I'm gonna hear all of that. <laughs> and... <laughs> uh, no, no, but I don't think anybody actually says that. No. <laughs> I don't think anybody is. She hears it in her head. She hears yeah. the she the, the fear is now manifesting as the destruction part of being a, a phoenix cleric. And and now that some healing has happened, she's like, no, I really hate it. And she's gonna cast flaming sphere at it because okay. it's uh, a dexterity saving throw. It is not an attack. So dexterity saving throw DC eighteen. Dexterity. And she's casting yes. this at fourth level. All right, uh, that is a natural 20. Oh. Oh. All right. That jerk. Um, um, it's still gonna fire. take fire damage. Okay. It's still gonna, it's gonna take half this damage and something else is gonna happen real quick. Okay, so six fire damage. Okay. And then, um, I gotta read something really quick because this is actually the first time I've ever. Who's within thirty feet? Who's like super hurt? Oh well. Uh, yourself. Besides me. Um, I'm looking pretty rough. Is anyone bloodied? Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Okay. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a twenty-three yeah. health out of eighty-five. But I think you're you're too far away from me, uh, V. Uh, Voss, are you within thirty feet of me? Uh, I am. Awesome. I'm going to, um, so a little bit of that flaming sphere flies off and becomes, um, what actually looks like a little hummingbird, a little fiery hummingbird, and it comes over and just gently lands on your head. And, uh, I cast the flaming sphere at fourth level, so you're gonna get five health back. I'll take it. Because I rolled really bad on my d4. Um, and uh, that's all she's gonna do. She's gonna continue to concentrate on the bless. Her flaming sphere is still up, and she's still terrified. Uh, Voss, it's your turn. Is there anything? Ghost is out. Ghost is out. Um. Uh, ghost is out. How far is the ghost away from me? Ten feet away, and there is a flaming sphere in between you. I run away. Okay. Uh, 30 feet back and hold action just in case. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody yeah. next to I my flaming sphere, okay? Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, Seisha, it is your turn. Or actually, I cast flaming spheres so the bless ends. Sorry. Ah, got it. So no more bless. No more bless. Okay. Uh, Seisha, you are 10 feet away from this. I moved and okay. swing. All right. So let's see. First attack. Sometimes Ooh, when I hear that is a 23 to hit. 23 will hit. Okay. And that's going to be eight normal. I'm smiting. So okay. uh, the normal goes right through it and doesn't do anything because you're right. no longer a magic weapon. But the smite will uh, and your, your radiant soul added yep. onto that as well, just so you know. So it's going to be 23 damage radiant. Okay. Is that with your radiant soul? Yes. Okay, uh, go That's ahead and sing us, its, sing us its swan song. Yes! Hey. Hey. Well done. Uh, Seisha stalks forward. 
and brings her sword up and just gives this scream as she brings her sword down and it cleaves and catches him here. And it sort of stops for a second and she just continues screaming and it slowly slices through as if she's she's cutting through something hard and just dragging her sword slowly through it. Um, and the, the top half of it just kind of shifts and falls to the ground and then the legs fall and it fades. All right, and with that, the room goes quiet and we're gonna take a break. Welcome to Rock Punch, where the jokes are freaking awesome and the shenanigans are always dabbing. Come join the gang on a, like a really hot vape adventure around Atlanta, Georgia. Watch the crew as they just jerk off around the workplace, dog. Complain about movies that you can watch on a phone or whatever. whatever. Stream on Twitch like Minecraft and other stuff. Is boredom a part of your day? Then you need to seize the moment. Maybe take DMT. Look at that. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Is it a reference to Fleischer cartoons from the 40s? Anyway, these guys don't have jobs, I guess. But they do at twitch.tv slash rockpunchatl. Or if you're like old school and like analog, you can watch their videos are released every Wednesday on YouTube. You ever think that Wednesday is not spelled like it sounds? You should say it like Wednesday, but it doesn't. Anyway, whatever you do, hit that subscribe button and be the first to like it. What do you say about that, Colton? I... Great. I, I'm not... Excellent. We're totally in the same room together. Anyway, with entertainment for geeks and gamers, things that are cool now in 2020, there's surely something for everyone at Rock Punch. So take a break from all your sick skate moves on your Heelys, or save your money at the vape shop and tune into Rock Punch, bruh. Dab, 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 dab. Oh, oh man, that was a lot and we're still not even finished. Harold, no, put the pants down. You know we're out of cream. And we're back. Hey everybody. Uh, so yeah, uh, the BFGs got done talking to uh, the reincarnated Twiggy. Yep. Uh, and Nim as uh, trying to ascertain who killed him. Finding out it was uh, a clone or someone who looked exactly like Twiggy. Uh, and then headed to Renair's uh, manor um, and uh, went down into the fighter's pit and attempted uh, asked the Phoenix uh, some questions, uh, found out that the Harlequin is still alive, uh, and then attempted to cast Seance to speak with Lady Amalia Castellanter to determine some information about a deal that was made in the past, but unfortunately, the Seance went awry, and a malevolent spirit of Barkeld Hailing Horse, it was a headless ghost, showed up and attacked uh and as as you all collect yourselves and make your way back home um we can all go ahead and, and we're gonna go ahead and pick up on our downtime uh for the rest of this episode so if you would like to take a long rest now uh as it could be a totally different day anything like that yep it's fine uh and we're gonna kind of do this how you basically just let us know what you want to do over these 10 days uh, as you prepare to leave the city. 
um, and make your way to the Star Mounts if that is what you still want to do. Um, but you will have a full 10 day of downtime to kind of take care of some things here and there. So, what? Uh, let's start with Vinley. Hello. I, uh, I think the first and foremost thing she is going to do is finish up writing that report and take it to the Blackstaff. Okay. You go to the Blackstaff. All right, so uh, you make your way back to Blackstaff Tower and make your way up to Vajra's office. After a knock, you are greeted by the young head mage as you see her mapping and planning magical pinpoints on the raised wooden miniature cityscape of Waterdeep that magically pulls itself up out of the table. You first notice the points marked on the map are located along the stone troll wall that separates the field ward from the outside farmlands and from the two books laid out on the table next to her, you see one with a depiction of a write-up of the twisted double great worm-topped dragon staff of Ageron laid out on the table, and another about the mythalar that was used to create the great dragon barrier. Greetings, Senior Grey Galanodo. Is there something I can aid you in? I uh, just stopped by to uh, submit my report. Um. What is it that you're working on, if you don't mind me asking? I'm trying to figure out how to extend the Nagaran's Dragon Barrier. Now assisted with the Dragon Staff, it's possible, but approving upon a Mithalar is tricky. Hmm. But if we're bringing in the Field Ward, we need to protect them. Wonderful. Um, And she hands her the report. It's like, uh, um, I will uh, be leaving the city briefly. I have some personal matters. Oh. I appreciate the courtesy of being informed. Okay. My advice, if you should want to hear it, <laughs> traveling between cities, the wilds can be just as treacherous and unforgiving as the back alley shadows in the city, but in different ways. The well-traveled roads are often targeted by goblinoids looking for goods or ransom. I remember those. Anything less traveled could harbor all manner of beast and monstrosity. Don't push harder than necessary. And remember, not everything is worth fighting or dying over. I Good luck. I agree with that one. <laughs> Good luck, and report back upon your return. It is unless uh, you return directly to the tower, which uh, I will be aware of. Of course. <laughs> um, I will send a heads up if I were to teleport in. It's fine. Only uh, those that are allowed, and you being a Force Grey member, you would be allowed to do that, so... If I were to teleport in and have accompaniments, they would also be allowed in, yes? Yes, you are. They are accompanying the grave. Oh, perfect. Just wanted to double check on that in case they get splattered across a magical force field. Um, but before you leave, what are these updates about? Oh, um... This is a report on the entire situation that we have just concluded involving the stone. Oh, ah, uh, yes. <clears throat> Maloon told me everything about the meeting. 
Don't know if I fully agree with it, given the trustworthiness of some of the people involved. But the gods know I have been one to leap before looking and take too much onto my own shoulders. It nearly cost the city everything. So um, it's good to see that you are smart enough to not, to not make that mistake. It's good I, to rely on friends. I wouldn't call them friends. Just... If they're aiding the city, they're at least good allegiances to have. Yeah, except for one in particular. He still makes me very uncomfortable. And she leaves it hanging, whether she's talking talking about Jarlaxle or Davil. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if you trust them, most of them, hmm. then Force Grey will work with them. With Maloon and you leading the charge on our behalf. So if they do get unruly or have other nefarious motives... We'll know. Of course. And thank you for believing or trusting that I wouldn't make a deal with someone that I could not defeat. Um, that's going to happen. I just trust that you trust us in order to help you out if it's necessary. Of course. Speaking of... One more. <laughs> speaking of, uh, Kaiser Vex also informed me of the valiant efforts your team went through in order to restore the money stolen from the people of the Splendors. Good job. Oh, yes, I I hope it all works. I really do, and I hate to be leaving the city right as all of that is kind of supposed to happen. You, you no, know, <clears throat> the money's out of your hands. It's now in the cities. That is Laurel's job now. You, what would you do? Sit around and, and count the coins as they're being infiltrated into the city? No. Yeah. You're not needed. It is appreciated for the efforts you've done so far. Uh, speaking of that, uh, good job on helping get rid of a servant of Tiamat, which Kaiser Vex was more than resplendent in his demeanor while telling me every detail about. Of, of course. I. It's, it was a pleasure, honestly. I, honestly. And as a as a as a favor or not a favor not a favor at all um is there like a supply store maybe for necromancy in particular like uh um, i don't know how to wor word this madam vajra survive can i have a corpse or two Do, would we have those for the necromancy students uh can I go to the old corpse coffers? Can I? <laughs> I, I can. I can speak with Hamankost. Just make sure they're not like anyone who's overtly like innocent looking. I would hate for my friends to think that I went out and took like this little gnomish person and. Uh, uh, typically, bodies donated to the Blackstaff Tower are those that are willingly done so for training in the necromantic arts. She writes that down. Gnomes are not innocent. <laughs> uh, I cannot Write guarantee, that line down. I cannot guarantee that Haman Kost in his Thayan ways will be willing to part with one. But of course, of course. I just thought to ask because not a lot of pickings. That came out wrong. I am so sorry, and I'm going to leave. It was wonderful talking to you. Thank you so much for uh, your... 
There's just, like, a bowing couple out of other things I should update you on. It's fine. I understand how necromancy works. Okay. I'm sure you'll find something outside of the city. Yeah. So sorry. About Halam. Hmm. He's grown older. He's showing signs, heavy signs, of debility now. That he's no longer protected by the nearly ageless effects of becoming a chosen. We have him in stasis of meditation and have slowed his aging as much as possible with our magics, but honestly, unless we can find a way to extend his life and body, we will lose him. Is he saying he's saying here, right? Yes. And is there a possibility I could talk to him? Not currently. It's um it's honestly just a matter of time and we're trying to keep him in stasis of meditation as long as possible until we can figure out a way to Well, I if it helps. I'm actually really close friends with a resurrection cleric. If he were to... If he dies of old age, and he's over 150 years old now, it will not be. And what is ailing him now is age. How would that... This is theoretical magic in my head, a question I have. What if one was to... and then resurrect him, would he still immediately start dying of old age? It's hard to say, but most likely this is the age he is now. And if you were to re resurrect him, he would come back as who he was. Not younger, not more lively, definitely not a chosen. So he would only be prolonging the inevitable in a very painful way. Okay, well, will you just let him know that I, I thank him for everything he's done for me? And I'm sorry I couldn't help him more. It's not all for naught. Master Morali is learning his wisdoms and taking over his initiate assessment. With her worship of Savras, the Lord of Divination, her methods are fallible. More dangerous. And taxing on the mind compared to a direct link and control of which a psionic chosen that he was. But I understand. I mean more on a personal level. That, um, thank you. He, um, his assessment was to show you what you needed to overcome. And if he has helped you in that way, then you need to be only proud of yourself. Well, everyone needs a catalyst. Um, you brought in Herodas your group. Yeah, that was a while ago. Yes, we have tried all forms of identification, but since it is now considered a new substance, as is, it only identifies as heretics. However, at higher weaves of magical identification, we were able to ascertain it is not a mineral compound, but instead identifies as an organic compound but not akin to any flora or natural fauna. The substance identifies as an organic aberrant encephalon compound. We have studies 
and it mimics the power of the weave, but does so by binding with the mind to conceive the world differently and uncontrollably manipulates reality. Did someone make something like that? Or throw something like that? It's unsure, but with this knowledge that we have so far, we have Master Morali investigating its connection to the mind. And it showed responses as if it is sentient and sapient in its capabilities. The dust, too. Yes, and Finley, if you so wish to make a medicine check on Encephalon, you so can, especially with your medical history. Uh, dirty 20. Encephalon is the scientific medical word for all parts involving the brain. So, so it's... It... Oh, oh. That, lays, that raises a lot of questions. If you can find any way to find out more information on this. I, I will... Where it come from anything like that and if just the more information we have the better we have in order to fight against it of course um i could possibly get you a piece of a horn from a creature from a beer those both seem aberrant and we could cross reference those um Although they are both aberrant in nature, it would be like giving me a tiefling horn of a humanoid as we are inspecting the mind of another. That's yeah. So the closer you can get to the source, possible. But speaking of a beer, the icker you brought back. When it was identified, this also registers as an aberrant compound. It seems to have many names. Black Milk, Mother's Milk, <laughs> Blessing of the Herald, Herald? Void, yes. Void Nectar, and Water of the Womb. Womb? Yes. That's a lot of motherly iconography. It's it is a lot as well. Hmm? Is this alive as well? It is not. It does huh. not have sentient or sapient capabilities as the others does. Okay. We do not know any more beyond that about this compound. We have isolated it. As a few, few that have aided in inspecting it, attempted to drink it during the process, while others have lost authority of their mind. Which class were they in that drank it? They did not drink it. We were able to stop them before. Oh, I thought you said there were multiple people who did drink it. No, we isolated the compound because multiple tried. Oh, I know why. Uh, it whispers hmm. to you if you. I should have warned you about that. I am so sorry. It's fine. We found out the hard way. Can I see my report real fast? That I just handed to you. <laughs> and she just quickly rereads it to make sure that there are like no details that she accidentally forgot. 
mm-hmm. hands it back, making a couple of changes. I appreciate your thoroughness. Um, I will take the time and I can find at the end of the day to thoroughly go over this. And if I have any questions, I will send you a sending. That works. Thank you. Is there anything else I can assist you with? How's, how's Alpha Lee doing? I heard she's doing well. Um, she's learning fast as much as I know, but would you like to go talk to her? Is she in class right now? Uh, and you see uh, Vajra like uh, slam the staffs lightly onto the stone and lean up against it as if to listen. Uh, her class just ended, so I can feel that. Um, thank you. I will go talk to her. I just. Why do you hire so in, so much intimidating intimidating teachers? The evocationist teacher scares the life out of me, and I don't know why. They're a small person. Evocation. He's an old. He's been here since Kelvin Aronson. That's why he's scary. Thank you. Thank you for that information. And he will bow out. (laughs) And almost immediately start like fast walking down to Alphalade. Okay. Uh, You make your way down the labyrinth of halls to find the evocations class. And there looks to be no one currently in. As everyone is amidst changing classes or taking a break in the mess hall. However, in the sand pit is a silver haired preteen who is moving with grace, speed, and determination well behind beyond her time of training. But like an aggressive dance of martial kate or kata, you watch as she silently practices her incantations and somatics. She seems more confident now. But to your trained and seasoned eyes, you see something mirrored in an old form of you. You see arrogance accompanied by unbridled temper, and she is misconstruing its focus. I wasn't expecting that one. Um, is her footing slightly wrong? Yes. Just like yeah. slightly wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's there's he, many things that are just slightly off, but yeah. you can tell that the amount of time she's been here, she's picking up things pretty quickly. Really quickly. She's going to secretly, using the noise from the hall to mask it, she's going to cast the mage hand. Mm-hmm. And, like where she, whatever, like her hand is off, the hand pulls it into correction and she'll walk in lightly clapping. At the she'll turn and uh, and kind of in your direction as she. Hey, that was very good. I've heard from almost every single person I've seen in the tower that you're catching on really well. I. Uh, thanks. Yeah, I really like fire and ice spells. Like, the heat feels so good, like pure power pouring from my hands, but. Ice makes the world feel like I do inside. Oh. I, a lot of very complex emotions. Can I show you something? Yeah. Do you trust me? Yeah. Yeah. 
And with that, before you even get the word yeah out, mm -hmm. she begins to cast as she points her hands and burning hands erupts as a gout of flame rushes right towards you. And right as it's about to hit you, you watch as the flames sculpt around you and hit the dummy behind you. Icon. Um, sorry, I don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vinley is just standing there and she's like, oh, well, this is very nice. And, and like you're being enveloped in a warm hug. Kind of like how you feel when you're around Orphea. I think you would get along really well with a friend of mine. Yeah. She really loves fire. Obsession level. Um, but you're processing a lot of emotions right now, Athelid. And I wish to warn you. With magic comes a heightened sense of purpose. Or oneself. Please do not forget that you are not. Or you are fallible. Um, would you like, would you like to spar? Give me a full showing of what you've learned. Someone has just summoned dogs somewhere down the hall. It must be the conjuration class getting out. <laughs> or the well, we lower our head for no one as she stakes a stance. And uh, the two of you will spar. Yeah, and she has fully returned, Lindley has fully returned to form of holding her two wands at like an orchestra conductor. Ooh, there you go. It. <laughs> and yeah. she has them both in her hand and she begins to do her her magic dance. Okay. No. Uh, and, and yeah, in and, and very, uh, her stance is very akin to like Avatar The Last Airbender fire dance, like firebenders. It's, it's yeah. very aggressive in her, in, in her castings. Her somatic uh, components are literally like jolts and like pushes as she like literally thrusts. Even, even the cold uh, ones will, will still be that fierceness as she is channeling her anger. Then uh, Vinley will adopt a kind of reminding her of her elven heritage, a more flowy dance of uh -huh. magic, where she will dance like away from her spells and get like right up next to her and be able to be like, like just give her a little slap on the face and say, I could have killed you there. And we'll begin dancing around her, dodging her spells. And uh, you, over the course of this, you've slowly gathered a crowd of students just watching the spectacle of you sparring with Alfred. Uh, Vinley gets, as soon as she notices people are watching, she gets a little more nervous and is like, oh, this is not my classroom. <laughs> and speaking of that, you see standing in the back corner, a man dressed in resplendent blue and gold uh, ornate robes with a long white beard, and long white hair standing with his arms hidden in his sleeves, very uh, akin to how you do, and just watches. You know, uh, same thing. Yeah. Just watches. When I see him, I kind of cover myself and do like a back spin, and out of it come three magic missiles because that's an evocation of spell. <laughs> uh, and you'll watch as she'll throw up a shield, and they slam into the shield. That'll work. 
uh, and uh, and uh, it ends with with him not berating you, but asking you politely that uh, it is time to leave. That the next class begins. But he does not berate you. He does not. Yeah, but kind of that that dad tone of this is my classroom. Thank you for entertaining. And yep. it is I'm now. so sorry. Yes. Yep. <laughs> As she's backing out of the room. Yep. <laughs> yes, yes. I. Yeah. So sorry. Uh, <laughs> Um, so with that, uh, who would like to, to do next? Uh, so let's go to Harold. Yeah. Sure. Um, well, I got to talk to folks that are involved in Red Wing business, so I, I need to talk to the Cudgel. I think that's his name. What is it? Karn the... Karnin the Cudgel of Carnage. Yes. Karnin the Cudgel of Carnage. Yep. Um, I'm going to go... Uh, I'm going to probably leave him a note rather well maybe i'll speak to him directly and just kind of let him know like hey i'm gonna be out of town somebody will will get in touch with you while i'm gone and then i'm gonna have renair and be like hey man i need a favor <laughs> uh, well <laughs> we're gonna have that well, he, that's yep. that's right he's not he's not actually there is he he's renair gonna be gone too yeah but he hasn't left yet. yeah but you make your way down to the northern edge of where the Trades Ward meet the southern edge of the North Ward. You find the glass entranceway of Tableau Vivant. You see the strong hobgoblin man in the imposing white suit with the hooded basilisk at his side, negotiating a price with a noblewoman for a new piece in her garden to be used as a fountain. He notices you enter and after settling their discussion, heads over to greet you. You can instantly tell there is something off about him and his demeanor. In a way, he is also a little less frightening and his form feels less imposing, but only by a fraction away from his former self. To most, most others, it would go unnoticed or it would not matter juxtaposed to the stone gazing pet and unnervingly realistic statues he likes to occupy his company with. You once again wander over the low-lit alcoves of beautifully decorated walls filled with impressionist paintings, filled with emotion that mirror the horrific beauty etched into the stone of the statues that surround you. I am unsure if it is a pleasure or not to see you again so soon. But then again, so much has happened within the past 10 days since our last he looks around. Artistic discussion. I'm sure you can continue to keep these conversations discreet. I'll nod and uh, say, of course, it's uh, something I pride myself on. Um, so what artistic endeavor has caught your eye to bring to my attention? Um, I'm afraid I'm going to have to be leaving town to um, maybe speak to a few um, importers about various things. Maybe we, me and you will have to discuss once I get back. But in the meantime, I'm going to make sure I have somebody who, uh, who works for me get in touch with you. Our mutual benefactor and troublesome client has contacted me to assess which deep-pocketed clients are in need of helping clearing debts. Those of which could use his generosity. I'm not sure what his plans are, but there's been a large shift in his favor recently with the Castellanta casualties. 
and I assume he will only want to shift it even further, so I have stalled for your answer to him. I will need something, something to give him for your explanation in how to compensate him for the missing delivery, at least to divert his attention while you're gone. What did you have in mind? I have nothing. Uh, Harold's going to think on this for a second. Um... Something to... and I, I, Just to make sure I'm out of play grokking what he's saying here. He's saying that Xanathar's like, I'm on the rise, but I should have gotten that thing. Because I didn't, you're going to find me something of value to replace it. So remember the thing that, uh, the box? Right, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then you got the letter and he was like, oh, Harold, I know it was a misunderstanding, but I know that you'll find a way to make it up to me and everything will be smoothed over. And that's why Karnan was sent. Yeah, and that's why Karnan's wife was killed. Yeah, and so Karnan is basically saying like, hey, I know that we're kind of on the same page, but I have to give him an answer. Okay. Um... Crap. Did he give any sort of like amount or anything like that he would need? <laughs> no, and you know that's not really how the rose works. It's yeah, typically... he wants he wants something he wants something else of value. Yeah. Typically a favor or I I'll kind of frown and I'll say we have to do what you have to do just to buy time. Tell him if he needs something, then I guess I have to do it. How long are you gone? For 10 day, maybe. I will let him know. He will be displeased and waiting, but knowing that he has you under his thumb will buy you some time. It's the best we can hope for right now. You said I will be contacted. How? By letter. I will await the letter, but know this. If you or they cross me, I will enjoy using your likeness and those around you to add to my art. It is evident it is within your capability, but I will see reprisal for Scoria. If they need my talents, it will feel good to create art with my own two hands. I assure you we'll have no reason to hurt anybody but the ones who've hurt us. As you can tell, I'm still grieving over the death of someone close to me. I'm sure you understand that feeling. Yeah. Pain is best released through art and feeling stone. Crushed in my hands would be a nice way to clear my head. You watch him rest his brawny, defined hands on either side of one of the statue's heads. He cradles it in a way that nearly swallows the face of the elven man with his thumb buried into the sockets of the eyes before running them down to the mouth as if he were attempting to stretch out the scream immortalized in the stone into a smile. Carol shudders, but does it when he's not looking. Like he realizes he is in a cage with a tiger right now trying to pretend that he's not just like some little weasel. Is there anything else I need to be made aware of? 
thinking back on it. I'm trying to think if there's anything of importance, but no, Harold's going to say nothing that I know of, just I have it on good authority that that creep in the mask might still be around. And you watch as a firm hand falls upon your shoulder that grips so tightly you feel the pain past the meat of your flesh and into your bone. <laughs> Glance over and see his other hand gently resting atop the leather cap of the monstrosity at his side. He forcefully persuades your body over to a painting of a dark, deep blues and blacks, obviously depict depicting a gale windstorm, where you see a singular person wading in the torrent of waters alone. Alive. Yeah. <clears throat> I am more than sure your words through the last time we spoke were reminiscent of this emotionally riveting painting here my late wife created. Were they not? Yep. I thought at the time we were done with him. It has come to my attention that he's slipperier than I thought. Do you know what she called this painting? Nope. She called it hope. Where many see a man alone, desperate, afraid, lost, drowning in a sea of his own undoing, she said there is one last thing on his mind in this moment. One last thing that keeps him alive. And that is hope. Now, I hope you didn't actively deceive me to gain my graces and I hope you will find a way to amend this if that's all, all I can say is I'm not so stupid as to lie to someone and then come to him with the truth that would be the stupid thing to do I'd let you find out the hard way if this wasn't an equal balanced partnership I'm trying to get you in touch with somebody more powerful so that this sort of thing and these sort of surprises doesn't happen in the future. You feel his grip release from your shoulder a little bit. <sighs> if that Syric worshiping psychopath shows his mask, I hope you know to bring me proof of his demise. Yeah, yeah. Believe me, if I kill him, I'll, I'll have a souvenir. And I won't leave it a chance. I await this powerful meeting. Yeah. Shouldn't be long now. Wait until I'm back and we'll get everything squared away. Until then, expect the letter. And uh, Oscar. I may not be able to have her immortalized in my garden. So I think a single rose will do. We're gonna get it done. And he nods and then you watch as he turns and walks away to talk to another noble who is inspecting a piece of artwork. Harold, for the first time, realizes how he's kind of in over his head. I mean, he might be able to fight Karnan, but fuck, he's just got the presence. And Harold will walk back out. Yeah. The uh, <clears throat> the big thing Karnan's got is that 
a basilisk. Yeah, that's a big problem. Yeah. <laughs> um, are you going anywhere after that? Yeah, um, I need to see, um, for sure, I need to see Vincent Trench. Um, I had a list. I, uh, I'm trying to remember exactly who else was on it. Uh, um, but I know- You wanted to see JB? Um, yeah. I will let you know this. You go at one of the 10 days and you check every single day. And Vincent Trench's door is locked. Okay. Does not get answered. Then I will go to JB. Okay. Alright. You make your way further into the south side of the city once again, into the office of Rongguan Mister, as he relinquishes his hat to the rack and takes his true form as Jarlaxle Bainray. <laughs> Meeting again so soon. Do you have new rewrites for my part? Perhaps some lines or scene changes I need to memorize for my role, or just in love with the theater, or perhaps the man that runs it? <laughs> oh, nothing nothing quite that exciting this time. Uh, unfortunately, I'm actually going to be taking a little bit of a, uh, we'll call it a vacation from Waterdeep, you know, celebrating our big victory, you know how it is. Uh, Although my heart lies in Luskin now, Nothing has given me more pleasure than seeing the outside world. Tell me, where are you going? We're going to be hitting up some mountains. Uh, they're they're pretty uh, personal to uh, V, and we're going to be basically looking into some, uh, some things she had some questions about. Ah, there are many mountain ranges in all of Toru. Which ones are you traveling? What is the name of them? He, Harold would know, but Ethan can't remember. Starmounts. Starmounts, I will say that. Ah, yes. The spires of rock buried in the heart of the high forest. That forest, the place of great mystery and ruins. Strange red waters said to birth equally strange creatures. The largest tree in Faerun. Hidden caves and caverns. Some deep enough to lead to as entrances to Aramikos, the great fungal forest of the Underdark. Been there yourself? I have been there a few times. Oof. To Aramikos. I have not been, well, in some time to the High Forest, but one could spend a lifetime there and not see it all. Well, you know, hopefully I get to see as much as I can while I'm there. Um, listen, while I've got you here and while I'm going to be away. He's um, going to pause you for just a second. Before you continue. Sure. If you are stopping at Daggerford on your way to the Star Mount, perhaps you can assist Mr. Ronto in retrieving Lawfully for me. I'll be honest, I'm not sure if I trust him. He is more than eager, but for his own means and ambition, he's something to be wary of. You, however, I know I should not trust a man with such a silver tongue and clever mind, but I like you. <laughs> because I am a man with a silver tongue and a clever mind myself. And you're either a fool who has never heard of my escapades or only placates to my hubris, or you do know and trust me enough to not screw me over. Most would call you a fool either way. (laughs) However, since you have put so much trust in me to pull off the greatest subterfuge after granting Luskin a seat at the crowned Lord's table, I will grant you this. And he pulls out a pendant about the size of your holy symbols. The small metal medallion mimics the recognizable accoutrement of Jarlaxle himself, 
a purple cavalier hat with a large plume feather on top and a dangling eye patch from below. Perhaps you can add it to your other pieces around your neck. With it, you are an honorary member of Bregandiath and are considered an orb or spider in your tongue. As long as I say, you are welcome amongst us at any time. Not many non-drow are bestowed this honor. And know your rank will never rise above Kaila Nornab. But if you ever find yourself in need of one of ours to aid you, whisper into the pendant and one of my Bregan will come to your aid, no questions asked. Most of us are thieves, cutthroat mercenaries and assassins, but we have many at our disposal for whatever you may need. It is, he will no. take it very carefully. He's holding it. He's just, his mouth is agape. He can't believe it. No. And, what is it you were going to tell me? Uh, well, let me start by feeding into your hubris again by saying it's an incredible honor. <clears throat> Genuinely. Uh, no joking, Jarlaxle. This is, this means a lot to me. And you I, watch, I, you watch as he like rubs his hand over his bald head. <laughs> I I recognize how much this means and I assure you we're going to work together a long time to be able to trust each other 100% and he puts it on and I move it to the front of the of all of my necklaces and I put it down now what I was going to say was it we've come to the attention that an enemy of mine who we were very certain was dead, is not. Uh, you, I don't know if you've even heard of him. He's got a uh, a mask sort of like mine with no features, and he's called the Harlequin. He uh, he works. He used to work directly under the Rose. Mm. Now I don't know where the hell he is, but we know he's alive, and. I don't think it's any secret that I have someone in this town that I care for very much. Four, ten days of me being gone is a long time of her being vulnerable. And I didn't know if, um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna specifically name, um, my boy, but I can't remember his name right now. Uh, Gnarl. Gnarl. I was like, how much would it cost for me to hire Gnarl? or somebody, but I would prefer Narl because me and him have personal connection to just watch over her for those four 10 days. She, you're gonna have to tell him that she's gonna trip and fall a lot. Just let it happen. I've heard, I found that trying to stop it makes it worse. Just let it happen. She always just tends to be okay. Uh, but, but, but if it's possible for me to get somebody to just it doesn't have to be 24-7. I just need somebody to keep an eye on her from time to time so that nothing happens while I'm gone. And I will pay whatever it costs. Well, I mean, you could always go ahead and use the favor of the necklace if you so wish, and it would be free. But if you want to hold on to that for special occasions, I understand. I've heard whispers of this assassin you speak of, but I've also heard that he has dis disappeared, but you say he is alive. Interesting. Yeah, I, uh, I almost managed to drown him on your ship while it was sinking. Ah, yes. The one you blew up. 
Well, I wasn't going to bring up that particular uh, detail, but now that you mention it, you're you're right. It does occur to me that I... Uh, it was only there so I could bribe uh, Laurel Silverhand into doing what you did for me, so we're even. <laughs> Fair. Or are we? <clears throat> I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> Jeez. But... You are a member of Bragg and the Earth, and with that, I will allow you the use of Narl at a discounted rate because we are a mercenary guild and we do require some form of payment. Of course. For the entire span of 410 I would say for 250 gold, I could have Narl keep an eye on your little quarry, if you will. <laughs> a little clumsy one. Yes, uh, and I will 100% give him 250 gold. Um, and, um, I will reach a hand out to shake it. And he's like, I don't know if that's how you handle things. I am accustomed to many cultures. That's very true. And he, I shake his hand firmly and I'm like, Commodore Bainray, I'm looking forward to coming back and us getting started on our next big piece. Well, since you will be gone for an extended amount of time, let us iron out the details for what you plan to have me do to move this red wing forward. Is there anything new from our last conversation you plan to have happen during your absence? It's true. There is something I plan on doing. Karnan, do you know the uh, the Cudgel of Carnage? I have heard the name. Another enforcer of the road. Exactly. I've kind of turned him now. You see, the Rose unfortunately killed his wife, and due to that, the guy is looking for revenge. He hasn't actually met the Red Wing, and I'm beginning to think he suspects the Red Wing isn't real. We need to convince him that he is. He's expecting a letter. If we could set up a day, maybe the letter could be a meeting with you. Oh, I can do that. I've been working on something. May I show you? Yes. You know I love to perform. And you watch I... as he will take the hat off, and as he puts it on, you watch as it melds into a hood that drapes down into an almost crimson version of Manchun's robes, where the gauntlet, instead of the like reflective metallic or even the gold of the uh, of of the others that you've encountered, is a red steel. Oh, oh, it's so good. This is Harold. This might as well be because he have the same reaction I do. Oh, it's so good. And and he has that same like apathetic stare that. Man yeah, I mean, for Harold, it's probably like literally like looking into the face of the original Manchun because yep. I mean I know this guy's an incredible actor, so Harold's just staring and he's like, "That is uncanny. You are so creepy right now. It is actually terrifying me." He just stared at me. Doesn't. Yeah, you see Harold actually starting to sweat a little bit, and he's like. So, uh, yeah, I, I'd say it's working. Uh, <clears throat> it's, it's working. Um, why don't we have you meet with Karnan in person? You can bring a few guys, dress him up, make it look like you're not coming alone because we, we, we all know he wouldn't. And then after that, we just wait it out till I'm back and we start the main show. He just stares at you. Okay, wow, man, you are too good at that. And he'll and he'll pull the hood, go to pull the hood down, but he takes the hat off and he forms back into his 
You're creepy. The tire, and he sets it down. And I do believe that this is going to be a fun time. I think so too. You are, you were made for the role. Just let me know what time and where, and I assure you, we will make it happen. All right, and um, I will say my goodbyes. I, Harold will leave. Like he won't look at it until he's in an alley. But the first dark alley he can go into, he's gonna pull out the pendant, take it off, and just like, holy shit! And, and as you before you leave, he just one last. I may be the actor, but you, sir, are the director in this play. Harold will and he'll give take him. a bow to you as he grabs his hat on the as his hand goes down in the bow. He grabs his hat and then puts it back on as he turns back into the wrong one, Miss Fair. Oh, man. Harold is... Harold and Ethan are beside themselves. That's really cool. Yeah, Harold will uh, nod. Uh, he's, he's actually at a loss for words. He can't imagine he'd ever have been in this position, going from, you know, stealing from a rich family to now he's chummy with Jarlaxle Bainray. Like, they're actually friends. So he's he like steps outside and he's holding this thing and just staring at it and just like in complete disbelief. He just starts laughing. He's like, oh man, shit. And he puts it on and like dusts himself off. He's like, okay, I need a coat. <laughs> and he's gonna <laughs> grab his winter clothes. Okay. Uh you can actually um how much easily for, you search around for winter uh, for warmer clothing to bring along with you. Um and as you do, uh you've can get a full set of winter clothing uh, from Aurora's Realm Shop, and it's ten gold. All right. Yes. Finley. Can we say we all did this on a separate day, and we all went together? Yeah, oh, sure, of course, absolutely. Sure. Anybody that wants to buy winter clothing in preparation for maybe sure. going into the mountains. Um, that seems intelligent. V, you know from experience that you don't need it, but obviously, if you want to go clothes shopping. <laughs> We're never gonna take that away from B. <laughs> <laughs> well, you want since... some boots with the fur. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, actually, my yeah. I didn't think about the boots with the fur. Because <laughs> uh, uh, I can turn my cloak of like fashions into anything. Yeah, so. yeah absolutely. So how much? Uh, so so yeah. So so it's ten gold for a full set of winter clothing. So if you just want to mark it off, you can easily say you, you've gotten it. Cool. And if there's any other gear or anything that you wanted to get, yeah, real quick, uh, the bag, the special bags. What are they called? Um, bag of holding. Bag of holding. How much does it normally cost? Uh, they are. Oh, hold on, I'll tell you. Let me pull up my. Vinley hears you asking about that at the shop and just glides over. <laughs> as if summoned and she goes did you say you were looking for a bag of holding i mean i figure i've got the cash now it's important to just it's have a very, it it's a very good investment um and you it's it's strange because you've noticed that it's magic items have become really rare really hard to come by and you f you ask around and you finally find a shop that has a single bag of holding for sale, and it is five thousand gold. Jesus Christ! I'll, I'll hold I'll hold off. I don't need it. It's definitely not necessary. It was just like a, if you know if it's, if it ends up being cheap, rock on. Carol. And that is expensive, and that yeah. is far more than it Carol, should be. For why don't you carry the portable hole? Because I'll fall in. Uh, Ask Orkira. <laughs> I didn't even want the bag of holding. Don't even ask me. 
Uh, but yeah, no, then I'm good. Uh, that I don't, I don't, is, there wasn't anything else on my list, right? I don't think. Oh, I guess I would, I would see Petunia, obviously. Yeah, and 100%. Would, and, yeah. It, and if you want, uh, Petunia will look after the, look after Earl, we'll mm-hmm. look after Biblio, and we'll, we'll keep, uh, you know, keep, look after your, uh, your upper level of, of the, the manor. Yeah, we I reached left- that level of, of, of being a couple where I give her a key. <laughs> This is a good time while, like, while Petunia is doing that. Who wants glyphs of warding on their rooms? And where? Okay. Harold, would you like a glyph of warding on the loop that belonged to Three Strings? In case it were to move, it casts Blight. Would it hurt the loop? No. You just wouldn't be able to move it until dispelled. I'm okay with that. It looks like a perfectly normal loot. Do it. Okay, so that's two for sure. Would anyone else like it? A, staring directly at boss. I can put it on the back door to the balcony, maybe one of your windows. I know how you have troubles with those. No. No? No. Oh, is it so you can't sneak out at night? I can take it off. <laughs> I can take it off when we get back. I don't need it. Thank you. It it probably looks like Home Alone in there. (laughs) I've left some nights and I hear you talking. I don't know if you're talking to yourself, but cool. Uh, V, would you like one? Um... You have an animal in your room, so I'm not going to put one in your room. Yeah, well, I was going to bring... Bob Bush is going to need to be watered. That's true. Between you, between you water bottle. I was going to bring the scar. I was going to bring Scruffy. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Because he's oh, a scarf. Yeah. And yeah. You, you have to feed it every day, right? And I know. you, you got to keep track of it. Does it eat? I've already been taking care of it. It's fine. It's Wait, just... your scarf eats? I guess I shouldn't say that when my cookbook eats. I've hmm. noticed that it kind of gnaws on things. No. Huh. But it seems fine. So definitely not putting a glyph in your room, or it will die. Um, well, I'm taking yeah, but I'm taking it, him. I haven't. It, it, we'll name it later. Them. Yeah. So I will get two castings of uh, glyph of warding. Glyph of warding. Yeah, the name of that spell. <laughs> Let's see. I believe it's two hundred gold. The. Uh huh. How cold is it going to be in the mountains? I don't know. Oh. We've never, none of us. But maybe been there. snow at the top of it? Oh. Why are we going to the top of the mountains? I don't know. Oh. We're looking for anything, any just, information about V's family. Just in okay. case we have been to find ourselves up there. Um. What are we leaving again? Soon, but uh, everybody's getting winter gear. Ten day, right? Okay, okay. And I'd like to imagine that we're having this conversation in the clothing shop, and like V and Arkira are just towering over the stacks, and she's mm-hmm. she's just awkwardly standing there looking for anything that's going to fit her. Is there anything? <laughs> oh yeah, a lot of times. Um, 
we might have to get stuff like custom made. Yeah. I know I usually get my clothes custom made. I can never buy a ride off the rack. Well, you always look really fa fashionable. I don't know if there's like a Dragonborn place that I can get custom in time. I don't know. Um. If not, that's fine. I mean, there's not much that I can do if I need to fly. It's not like I can really wear a coat. Well, I mean, when I say custom, I don't mean like there's a specific store for Dragonborn. I just mean like I feel like most, you know, tailors and stuff are can work with various people. Um, we could just ask them. Okay, that'd be good. Because if it's gonna be cold, that would suck. It would really yeah. suck. I mean, I'll yeah. go do it. I'll do it. I'll do it for you. Yeah, I can yeah. do well, it. Well, you'll, you'll have your fire to keep you warm. Uh, there will be a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I look for like any sort of person who works there, as they have a lovers' quarrel. <laughs> they're having a lovers' quarrel. I think they're having a conundrum. Left brain, right brain. Yes. Yes. Um, so I'm looking for uh, like a employee at the stores to talk about making custom clothes for Okira. Okay, oh, easy e enough. Easily doable. You can easily find a tailor. You know the, you know like six. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> you can easily have winter clothes custom made to go around the wings. And so the way it's made is that there's a split that start that is at the top of the coat and goes all the way down to about mid back, and there's these uh, clasps that overlap on top, so that you slide the coat up and onto you know shoulders and through your arms and then you do the two clasps over the the wings which closes up the the uh, the hole um kind of the same top. way my armor works so okay. exactly. all right okay yeah. um and uh, uh it'll uh, cost an extra gold just to do the modifications um for your tail and wings and everything so it'll be 11 gold for you instead of 10. I, yep. the fact that there's even anything i mean that's awesome so. That's Waterdeep. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. No, there's a lot of op well, people can make a lot of options for you. Petunia okay. should probably water my plant too. She will. Oh yeah. Just randomly out of nowhere while Do we're shopping. You know that that um, Biblio makes a wonderful bark lounger. A what? What? Bark lounger. What's that? It's, it's a lounge like a that barks. Chair. It's a chair and that she won't barks. fall out of it. And she won't fall out. And she'll never be able to get up because it's so sticky. No, he he'll shift form, and you can kind of pry yourself off it. That's okay. awful. I'm not going to lie. It's it's very pleasant. He's snuggly. That's all. I never snuggled with Biblio, but I never had a problem getting loose when I wanted to. He just let go. Yeah, just takes a little work. Yeah, yeah, I didn't really get a choice. He just kind of snuggled me. <laughs> I would lay down, and then it'd be the book pressed to my face when I woke up. Boss. See? That's why you know that he loves you. Boss thinks back to the time he was so close to setting him on fire when all of this began and regrets not finishing the job when he had the chance. He almost sets him on fire. He almost For killed some him reason, I suddenly fire. want to slap Voss, and I don't know what it could be. It's just the air about him. Um, Seisha is... Um, are, are we done shopping? We're moving on to the next thing, I believe. Uh, yeah, Goblin, you wanted to yeah. ask him some stone questions? Yeah, Seisha, have... over the course of the next couple days, Seisha's going to ask the stone a question each night. 
so uh, because we obviously didn't get through everything, let's do um, let's say five questions tonight. Five questions. All right. First one, she'll she'll sit down with the stone when it's quiet, and everybody's gone to bed. Hello, Golor, Stone of Golor. And you feel its presence creep up into your mind as you hear it respond. Yes, Lawseeker Seisha Valispar. What knowledge can I embark upon you? Well, I guess my first question is, what is the Stone of Golor? I am a servant of a great sovereignty born from the heavens. I was forged 15,000 years ago to gather knowledge for things beyond your comprehension. And you take the you, you, you take some psychic damage, yeah, but yeah. for it's, yeah, it's multiple days, so right, no right, keep track of it. Yeah. Um, one night she will ask Stone of Golor, "What is the Elder Eye?" The Elder Eye is the concept and personification of perception in all forms. Born before time and exist throughout the entire cosmos of the planes. It is the watcher, the perceiver, the lurking voyeur. It is Ganadar. And Seisha, as soon as you hear this name, your head all but explodes in pain. Oh no. Oh. 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 No one's there to hear it. Well? Oh, you are. Are you doing this in the evening? Yeah, it would be in her room, so you'd probably hear. Yeah, because I'm up in your nook, yeah. and so with my passive, yeah, she's she's in the middle of doing her evening. Yeah, and then I found a place with a fuzzy hat that fits my horns. It was Asia, and I'm gonna go running on downstairs. Hey, 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 hey! What's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? What's going on? You take 34 psychic damage. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Holy shit! I gotta get a tissue. My brain's leaking out my nose. Clarification. That was not from gaining that knowledge. You took the 2d8 from that, so you would have taken also. Um, oh, wow. You said four extra, which is oh. would be from your max. Ooh. But yeah. Yeah. Um, Seisha has blood coming out of her nose and her ears. Yep. I'm going to immediately grab the side of your head gently ish, um, and I'll, I'll pump a, a cure wounds in immediately, uh, fourth level. Okay. What was that? What was that? Or I, I learned, I learned a name. I learned the name of the Elder Eye. And it did this to you? It's like learning the true name of a god, basically. Well, not a good, not a good one. Not if it did this to you. No. Ugh. Um, sorry, I'm doing it at fourth level, so I gotta do, uh, four. I gotta do it this way. Uh, you get 25 hit points back. 
Is that better? Wait, not damage. Twenty-five healing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, no dying. Not here. <laughs> there we go. Oh, thank you, Arkira. Yeah, yeah. Sorry to worry you. That's, There's also one other thing that needs to happen. Okay. Seisha, can you make a wisdom saving throw? <gasps> uh, not wisdom, uh, sanity saving throw. Sanity saving throw. Oh, and that's, in, that's the average of, uh, of intellect and wisdom, right? Correct. Okay. So. As I'm holding the side of her face going, yeah, yeah, no, the worry is what I do. Worry is what I'm here for. Uh, go ahead and roll me a D100. Uh-uh. It's probably fine. I'm sure this is fine. Hey, 24. <laughs> low roll, low roll. Good, right? No idea what that means. I don't know. We're about to find out. Yeah, we're hoping. Typically lower is better, right? Asking the good questions, apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just learned the true name of an elder god yikes i'm shocked yeah. you're intact yeah <laughs> we'll see how long i'm intact the stone explodes like a kernel <laughs> in a fucking microwave <laughs> like a potato in a microwave right, we're, we're looking for the chart and it, it's being elusive right now there you so. go. or it explodes like a microwave with an egg in it oh okay you can make uh, a microwave we're explode gonna private message you. okay In case you didn't know. I did um, not. Yeah. Yeah, don't microwave a raw egg. Don't do it. Like in the shell? Yeah, you will need a new microwave. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully you know that not from experience. No, I, Home I, I used the stone because you can ask it questions. And I asked it about the elder eye. And okay. gave me... Um, it, it just gave me some answers. Okay. Like the name of the really bad god. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay, though. I'm fine. Uh, all right. Um, I mean, now that you know that information, does that help? It gives me something to go from. Okay. Well, if you think of any other questions, then maybe we can just ask a couple that are yes or no, because sure. Phoenix has never done that to me before. So, yeah. like, if yeah. you, you know, I'm just saying, because uh, that was scary. Don't do that. Okay. 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 <laughs> Sorry. Um, just uh. tomorrow night? Um,. Keep an ear out. Oh, you're gonna ask more questions? Yeah. Why don't Why don't you come and tell me or other people if you're gonna do that? Just Just in case, you know, so that I don't have to rush downstairs. I mean, so that we're there's just there, just in case. I I'd rather keep this between us. Okay. 
don't the others know that you've got the stone and you can ask it questions? Yeah, and it... but I don't want them to take it away from me yet. And if they know it hurt me, they'll probably try to take it away from me. Okay. I was just thinking you should probably just not ask questions that are gonna hurt you, but I mean, I, I guess have to I don't. Get these answers are Kira. Okay. Well, tell me when you're gonna, and and I'll come down and I'll help. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Okay. And she'll kind of hang out and give her a, a once over just to make sure everything's okay and you know, oh, help you know wipe what? the blood away. I, I wanted to give you something. Um, What's up? And she pulls out a journal. Everything that's happened, I've written it down because that's what I do. And um, I want you to read it. Oh, okay. I mean, that'll be helpful. Yeah, you'll know what we know, at least everything I know. Okay. Um, I mean, I'll read this. I promise. Yeah. I may have some questions. I'm not really a book learner. Are you okay with that? No, that's fine. Okay. You can ask. All right. Yeah. I'll read this over, and then tomorrow, before you ask a question of the stone, and hopefully none of that happens, uh, and then I can ask you a couple questions yeah. uh, that are not going to cause you to have a bloody nose, but are probably going to wonder, because I just... Oh. You don't know how many times I read the Book of the Phoenix before I started to understand stuff. It's just not, reading is hard. Yeah, but it's wonderful. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. Okay, why don't you get some rest? Cause you look like you just learned rough. horrible information about an elder god. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's not, but you're right that we probably need to know. Okay. Thanks, Arkira. That's why I'm here, right? And she'll wander back up into the the nook. And she'll There's put- There's one last thing I'd like to do. Okay. Um, Seisha of Will casts Sending. And she casts Sending on Averin. And says, hey, Averin. I know you're a trickster, but I also know you're not cruel. Please let Harold and Arkira know you're okay. We're all worried. Wait. She does not expect a response. She's just hoping it got there. That's unsure to tell. Yep. Sending does not let you know if it nope. is received. Yep. Um, and technically it's a cross plane, so please roll a d100 for us. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to start working on a signature spell where it's like uh, red receipts. <laughs> so you, you left know, me on red. Yeah, yeah, I know you heard me. <laughs> 56. You're fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you Can know I do that so it should have gone. Yeah. Can I do something real fast after that? Sure. Stacia, uh, are you done? Yes. Uh, or here goes back up into the nook. She's going to put the journal down uh like somewhere nearby she's gonna grab her book of the phoenix again and say okay sorry that was really important and she's gonna cast commune okay and she's gonna ask seisha okay uh, the, the, the lantern that's in 
this nook uh, ignites, but it does not seem to grow or dwindle. I'm fine. That's, uh, for my second question, I'm gonna go, okay, I'll keep an eye on her though. All right, are you okay? And it erupts into flame. <laughs> He's still happy with me. And, uh, and, and there is an explosion of fire oh. in, the, in the room. Okay. As, it, as, it, as it goes in this bright flash, as it goes back to being snuffed out. Rakira, you okay? <laughs> oh yeah, everything's fine. I did not set anything on fire again, I'm sorry. Okay, cool. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Uh, and I believe that is where we're gonna end tonight's session. And, All we, right. will pick, and we will pick up next week as it is. It is a little after 11 and we do not wanna go. There's so much to get to. So much we... to get to, but we will pick it up next week, we promise. As as the 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 downtime days will continue next week, so there's a lot to get through. Um, we do still have a lot to get through. No seances can... next time, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was if, entertaining. If, yeah. If yeah. You not, if you have not done so already, please enter hashtag Eldritch for your chance to win an Eldritch Foundry miniature, or hashtag Beyond uh, for your chance to win a player's bundle. Wow, I got a name. I'm so happy. Oof. Yeah, tonight was huge oh for Harold, too. Woo! Yeah. That big, was big, crazy big huge. Stuff. Now that you guys have the spells that are just like, give me the answers, it's like, yay, no. <laughs> Listen, just because you have the just because you have the answer doesn't mean you know what to do with the answer. Yeah. No, now you're just stuck with that information being like, well, I know your name now and I know you're here, so that's cool. Well, great, right? you've been plotting against me ever since I sunk that ship. Awesome. Yep. It's not always helpful. It's just it's just good information. <laughs> just straight up raw information. <laughs> oh, yes. I can't wait for the next five questions you got. I guess I got a couple good ones. Uh, I mean, that was only. That was. Two. That was only two. Yeah. Two questions. Yep. Yeah. I still got a couple more nights of yes and no questions for for many of you yeah. to ask some questions. Yeah. So yeah. lots and lots more, lots more info that we learn next episode. Uh, maybe some planning of some fun things. We'll see. Maybe some fun things happening. <laughs> so much that will need to happen before uh, before you guys leave the city, and we are super excited for it. Um, yes, Orkira has learned that she's heading towards snow and is now freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> now she's. Uh, but we have some winners. Yeah, winner of the Eldritch Foundry miniature is Roland HTG. Yay! Congrats to you. And winner of the Beyond uh, Players Bundle is Raven's Claws. Congrats to y'all. I will be reaching out via Twitch Whispers. Uh, please make sure you have your whispers open so that I can contact you to give you your prizes. Be excellent to each other. And may you always roll with advantage. Good night, everybody. Bye. Oh, man, that's a lot to process. I need a break. Continue to follow us every Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv slash rockpunchatl or listen to the podcast every Sunday on a one-week delay. Harold, I told you, Voss, you help him this time. I'm done. Rock punch. <laughs>